Okay, so we hit it at the same time, right? Yeah, ish. That's I'll figure it out. Me and JP don't have a science. Like we say three, two, one, and I always go, "Do you go on one or like after one?" And he was like, "I don't." He was like, "This time I went on two. and I was like, "Okay." Well. <laughs> yeah, because you went three, two, one, and then I hit record after that. Okay, me too. And there's like a delay because of Zoom anyway, so I'll line it up because. I'll usually, my sound will pick up like a tiny bit of yours so I can. Oh, okay. Easily. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got it down to a science. I'm very good. <laughs> Welcome to. Welcome to Mr. Reticle, where we take a theoretical approach to solving mysteries. I'm Lynn, and today I'm joined by my friend, Robin, who was with us several weeks ago covering Margellan's disease, and we're just doing, it's actually just theories. Yay! <laughs> last week, it's the last, it's the last one of these. Because um, we'll be back to normal episodes in January, and JP will be back. So that's that's that. So Robin's helping me out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is we're doing, I don't even know. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to tell the people? I don't know. You don't have to. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing, but <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Me either. You're fine. Um, okay, so I'll go first. Oh, so for if anyone's listening to this episode and not listening to the others, it's just we're not discussing the actual cases. We picked, like, really famous ones, and there are abundant podcasts and movies and documentaries about them. So if you want, like, details, go there. We're just going to, like, do a brief summary of what the case is and then do more theories and just hang out and chit chat and everything's alleged nothing's nothing's solid just for legal reasons because I don't say that all the time and then I'm like we're gonna get in trouble (laughs) (laughs) it's all alleged everything we say is always alleged cool so I'm doing Dyatlov Pass because I figured Robin would like it hmm why not? Although I, I think JP would also like it, and I was trying to avoid ones I know he would like, but whatever. I'm, I'm um, very interested to see what this is about. Now that you got me peeked. So, Dyatlov Pass, I first heard about it, I watched a horror movie, like, based on it, and then my friend was like, this is a real thing that happened, and I was like, I'm sorry. But in the movie, there was, like, aliens, and it got weird (laughs) but like it's it is weird it could be aliens it could totally be aliens um and then I listened to a podcast called astonishing legends which I mentioned two episodes ago when I covered the Summerton man because they do like a super they have like a four-part they're all like an hour and a half long they go like super detailed so if you want super detailed they're a great group to listen to um But anyway, so the Dyatlov Pass incident is um, an event that happened in the Earl Mountains in February 1959. 
and nine Russian hikers died in like the weirdest, most bizarre. <laughs> Just wait. the The details are like I'm not gonna fully dive into it, but I want you to like know it a little bit. So yeah, the details are really really weird. Um, they were all super super experienced hikers. They weren't like new to it in any way. Um, they went from the Earl Polytechnical Institute, and they were led by a man named Igor Dyatlov. Um, and they made a camp on the eastern slopes of a mountain called Kolat uh, Siakol. My Russian is <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> so Better sorry. than I could have done. <laughs> I only know how to say Dyatlov because, like, I've watched so many things about I- it and heard it too many times. But whatever. Um, I'm just glad I didn't have to say it. <laughs> you're good. You don't have to say it at all. <laughs> Oh, there's a tomb. There's like a group tomb. Oh, I'm mostly reading this off of Wikipedia, but I have other things open just because theirs is the most concise and easy to like break down. So, um, these nine hikers. Oh, they have like straight up letters and stuff. I want like how they died. So basically, they're up on this mountain. It's winter. It's super cold, obviously, because it's winter in Russia, and um. They, the circumstances of their death was they were, I think it was overnight and they ripped out of the tent from the inside. Like the tent had a slice in the back of it that from the inside of the tent. Um, no one knows why. No one knows why they didn't go out the front. Um, oh. let me find it. Hang on. Let me find like the actual thing because I don't want to say it wrong. Um, See, this is how organized I am, so you have nothing to stress about. (laughs) So, this was on like the first or second of February, and they were their tent, 1959. And there was 10 of them? Nine of them. Nine. Yes. Um, Their tent was found on February 26th. Um, The campsite was baffling so the student who found the tent said that the tent was half torn down and covered with snow it was empty all of their belongings and shoes had been left behind huh it's real cold so i'm running out without shoes is also really bizarre investigators said the tent had been cut open from the inside there were nine sets of footprints which is all nine of them um they were only wearing socks or a single shoe and some were barefoot they could be followed. Um, some went down to a nearby wood, but it was, like, on the edge of the forest. It wasn't, like, deep in the mm. woods at all. But there was, like, growth. Um, and that was on the opposite side of the pass. So it was one and a half kilometers away. And then after 1,600 feet, the tracks were covered with snow. At the forest edge under a large Siberian pine, the searchers found the visible remains of a small fire. There were two bodies. I'm not going to be able to say their names at all, which I should say all of their names. Let me say all their names so because they're people and they died. Mm. <laughs> so there's Igor. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I, I'm surprised you're going to take that I'm on. <laughs> Alexievich <laughs> Diotlov. There was Yuri Nikolaevich Doroshenko. 
Lyudmila Alexandrovna Dubinina, Georgi, who is known as Yuri, Alexievich Krivonishenko, Alexander Sergeyevich. I wonder if Ser- the the middle name thing is like who they're the yeah, child like a, of. Right, like like in is it uh, Asian culture where they have like a family name and then yeah, know, and like then that. like Norse. Usually, your last name is like your father's name plus son or daughter. So complicated. Or whatever. So I, I'm sure it's similar. Um, uh, who else? Alexander Sergeyevich Kolevatov, <laughs> Zenaida Alexvina Sivna, sorry, Kolmogorova, Rustem Vladimirovich Slobodin. Nikolai Vladimirovich Thibobrignolas. That does not look Russian. I don't know what that one is. Um, Semyon, also known as Alexander. Alex, Alexievich Zolotoryev. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> and Yuri Yefimovich Yudin. Oh, my God. Okay. Cool. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, I'd one, love to hear two, a Russian. Three, four, five, six. Six of them died of hypothermia. How did they wait? So the, all the bodies were found. I thought there was only two found. No. So when they found two bodies, they found they found all of them. I think one of them lived, um, and it's still an unsolved mystery. So we'll get to that when okay. we like really go into the theories. Mm-hmm. So let me say how they all were found. Okay. So the two that were found, um, like by the edge of the forest with the small fire. They were shoeless and only in their underwear. The branches on the tree were broken up, um, suggesting that one of them had tried to climb and, like, it fell. Like, climb the tree and, like, the branches broke or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They found three more corpses of Dyatlov, Kolomogrova, and Slobodan, um, who died in poses suggesting that they were attempting to return to the tent, like maybe they were crawling back or running back. Mm. I'm not positive. They were found 300, 480, or 630 meters away from the tree. So they were found at different – so they died at, like, different distances. That's Mm. horrifying. Mm. Uh, They also found the remaining four travelers two months – like, more than two months later – They were found in May under four meters, which is 13 feet, of snow in a ravine, which was 246 feet further into the woods from the pine tree. Three or four were better dressed than the others that have been found, and there were signs of some clothing um, had been removed to, like, share with others who were probably dying of exposure. Like, uh, Dubinina was wearing Krivonyshenko's torn trousers that were also burned, and her left foot and shin were wrapped in a torn jacket. So they were, like, trying to survive from whatever. So something definitely made them run from their tent in, like, a hurried. Yeah. Because why would you not have shoes on? Well, my first question is, how do they know that it was was um, ripped open from the inside? I think forensically, like where the way things tear, I'm not going to have a scientific explanation, but okay. I know like 
you can tell like the weight tear patterns and stuff oh, okay. like that. You can okay. tell by the way things fall or tear. That yeah, because that's my was first cut. question is why didn't they use the front door? Like, yeah. Was, so there was something coming from that direction, and yep. they were trying to get. It, but how did? But they couldn't have seen what it was if they were inside the tent. Right. But unless they could, ju- unless they could hear it. Unless they could hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you said, so, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And it's weird. So they left in a hurry. Mm-hmm. They obviously stabbed the tent. We're like, get out. Right All nine now. of them like, were in one don't tent, have right? time. Yeah. Okay. Um, at least that they know. I don't know. I mean, no one fully knows. So I want to talk really quickly about the way that they all died because some of it is really, really weird. And then we can get into theories. So the first five bodies that they found, the ones by the tree, the three, and the three, they had no injuries. Um, so they it was concluded that they all died of hypothermia. They're the five that died. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them had a small crack in his skull, but it was not like thought to be enough to kill him. Mm. There was when they found the other four bodies in May, it totally changed things because three of them had fatal injuries. Um, one of them had major skull damage and the other two, two of them had major chest fractures. And according to one of the scientists, I guess that was looking said a force required to cause such damage would have been extremely high comparable to that of a car crash. What the fuck? Notably, the bodies had no external wounds. It was all just like internal bone fractures, f- bone fractures. So it was like a high level of pressure that like Impact. crushed yeah. their bones. Yeah, yeah. But because I, I mean, bodies- like if they fell out of the of a tree, that they'd have outside, like right. Like, and right. the ones that did fall out of the tree didn't have physical injuries. They How did they know they fell out of the man. tree? Because the branches. Oh. Remember the branches broke. But no one the- had any external injuries. Except for the girl with that one guy with the crack in his skull. Maybe he fell out of the tree. Okay. I don't know. Um, All four bodies found at the bottom of the ravine were in a running stream of water. So they had soft tissue damage to their heads and face. This is the one that weirds me out. Um, Dubonina was missing her tongue, eyes, and parts of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of her skull. No explanation for that? And... Uh, no. The tongue is the weird one. Because, like, animals will take right. your eye, like, your soft tissues in right. your face and stuff. Um, Like, one other guy had his eyeballs were gone. And Alexander Kolevitov had no eyebrows. Like, like the skin was ripped off? I don't know. Oh, geez. Or he just didn't have eyebrows. <laughs> like, he was born without eyebrows. No, I think <laughs> it must be the skin. But that's not, like, a soft... That's interesting. Like someone plucked all his um, hairs out? <laughs> ugh. Shaved his head. Uh, a forensic expert performing the postmortem examination judged that these injuries happened after they died due to their location in the stream. So it could have been worn away. Yeah. Because it that's did what take two months and there is extreme weather up there. Right. But their eyeballs yeah. would have fallen out and then disintegrated? Or wouldn't they be like but I'm, near the body? But I'm pretty sure like her tongue wasn't because it could have been like my mind always goes to like maybe she bit it 
you know what I mean? Or maybe an animal came and I was ate thinking, it, yeah, but disgusting, but it is what I happens. can't imagine an animal being like, Oh, I know what I want to eat and like opening But the they mouth do. And like, it's the soft <laughs> it's a soft tissue. Oh. They go for eyes and ears. Uh, not ears, eyes and like nose and tongue. I thought tongue was. They cute. go for soft. Yeah, oh. I know it's really gross. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true though. It happens. Um, uh. But I'm pretty sure, and I'm doing saying this off of memory, so I'm pretty sure her tongue was like sliced, not bit. Bitten. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like a smooth thing. So there was theories. Well, now we're in theories. Um, yeah. Hang on, let me see. I'm already Ten, thinking satanic something, them. you know, like some kind of possession yeah. or like, or like, uh, like the thought I was having was that someone, okay, this is totally out there, but it's just an yeah. idea. Like someone was possessed. One of them was like possessed and like, like somehow some of them like attacked like the rage. other ones. Like it seems like there was an attack at some point. Like, someone turned on someone or something. Because, like, I mean, yeah, it seems like bodily injury happened that wasn't from falling out of a tree necessarily. So, like, maybe a human-on-human -human type of thing? Like, or, I don't know, a fight broke out? Or, I don't know, something between them. Yeah. What are the... I'm with you. That is a theory. I'm trying to... Because this is saying there's no survivors, but I distinctly remember that someone lived. I would love to hear what he had to say. Or maybe he only lived a short while and then died from exposure or something. I swear to God he lived. Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't... Oh, come on, BBC. Give me like a quick... I swear to God he lived. They were all super smart too. One's a nuclear. One was studying power economics. One was studying nuclear physics. One was studying, or they were all engineering students. Um, oh, because one of them didn't go with them, so he wasn't there. Meaning he would have been so a tenth one person? student. One student he felt unwell and he returned on a sled, so he wasn't there. So he lived. So that's he, what he would it have is. Been, I knew someone lived. He would have been the tenth person. Yeah. So it would have been ten if he had gone. Whoa. Okay. Interesting. Sorry, that was such a side whatever, but I wanted to figure out what it was. I was like, I swear to God, someone lived. Yeah. Ugh. So basic rundown: six of the group members died of hypothermia. Three died of fatal injuries. Um, there are no indication of other people nearby, apart from them. The tent was ripped open from the inside. The victims died six to eight hours after their last meal, so I would assume they were sleeping after dinner. I don't know. Yeah, definitely um, sleeping. Or like it's early morning at that point. Traces from the camp showed that all group members left the campsite on their own, on foot. Not on their own, but like no one was carried or like dragged mm -hmm. out like they all walked or ran. Um, there were some levels of radiation found on one victim's clothing. Radiation. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a theory that the indigenous Mansi people attacked them. Um, but hypothermia isn't going to – isn't like a physical thing someone can do to you. Right. And the fatal injuries were not things – were not like something that could be caused by a human. So – 
it's a dumb theory, basically. Oh, they're saying like an indigenous tribe to the area attacked them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That are like reindeer herders, I guess. I don't want that job. Yeah. Um, no, that doesn't sound right. Release documents contain no information about the condition of the skier's internal organs, so we don't really know, and there were no survivors. So, basically, the theories are an avalanche. I don't really believe that one. How? Um, yeah. It's possible. That- I mean, an avalanche could have happened after, like, and that's how right. they got buried. But, buried. like, yeah. you wouldn't – I mean, although if an avalanche was coming and it was coming from the direction of the door, you'd go the other way. Right. You'd want to run away from the avalanche. But you wouldn't get very far. If you can already yeah. hear the avalanche, I imagine it's pretty much on top of you. and. You're like not going to make it all the way down and, like, try to climb a tree and start a fire. So Right. <laughs> like, well, um, unless that's after the avalanche. Like, you made it and then your tent got crushed. So you're climbing the tree to try and see where your tent went. Was the tent crushed, though? Did they? Was it buried? It's, like, uh, knocked over. I wouldn't say it's buried. Yeah. Then um, they found it. So it's a little – let me um, do this. Where is it? It's this picture right here. Okay. So but that like, doesn't look like an avalanche. No, it's buried under snow, but it also took them like a week to. Right. So it could have just like snowed. A, a month to like find them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like um, the thing I'm interested in is the fire. There's a fire built. Well, I think they, I think they, the ones that were there. So I'm going to guess that the five, the two that were found, by the trees, and then the three that were found trying to get back to the tent. I'm guessing they were all together and that they lived through whatever the incident itself was, and then they made a fire and were like, okay, we need to find the others, find the tent again, because they're going to die. They're not dressed appropriately. Two of them were in their underwear. Yeah, how long do you think it takes to die from hypothermia? Not long. Yeah, especially in weather. Not in conditions like that. Right, with no clothes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And then obviously the only other thing that I feel like is is obvious to think of is aliens. Like, like So this, there know. are alien theories. Um, let me see. Like Hang I'm on. picturing like a white light coming through at them from where the door was and them being like, holy fucking shit, what is that? And then like... Like and people have talked about right. like, an abduction things. It's it's like it's a feeling they get that you can't explain. Like it's just like a feeling yeah. of fear and like and they went running the other way and then I don't know what could have happened, but like I, yeah, like their fight or flight kicked in. Yeah, because aliens are typically I don't know. I just feel like movies paint them as like evil, but they're just normally I don't know what they're doing, but I don't feel like they're here to kill us. So, but right. it's probably terrifying, you know, like when it's happening. Right, because you don't know what it is. It's like a strange thing. So, well, before we get into aliens, there's contradictory evidence for the avalanche thing. So one is there's no, like we said, there's no obvious sign of an avalanche. Right. Um, The bodies found within a month of the event were covered with very shallow layer of snow. So if there was enough to, like, sweep them away, it would have been way more. More, yeah. And the tree line would have been damaged, but it wasn't. Right. 
Um, so there that, have been over 100 expeditions in that region since 1959, and none of them have reported conditions that might create an avalanche. So they're not like a common thing in that area mm-hmm. at all. There was also an analysis done of the train and the slope showed that even if there had been a very specific avalanche, it would have gone past the tent and not actually hit the tent. And that the tent had collapsed from the side and not like horizontally. To where the mountain so, is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dyatlov is, was an experienced skier and much, does this matter? Uh, Oh, so some of the hikers were really, really experienced. So they wouldn't have, they would have known better than to camp Park themselves, in yeah, the in lane the of like right. an avalanche that right. could get them. Right. Um, and footprint patterns leading away from the tent were inconsistent with someone um, running in panic. They're inconsistent really with that? Yeah. So they were just walking? All the footprints leading away from the tent and towards the woods were consistent with individuals who were walking at a normal pace. So it's like they were possessed. That's all I can think. It's like, so weird. Like they were sleeping and then something possessed them and they like got up and marched to like, I don't know, friggin' worship some yeah. thing in the woods and like they're naked. So like, and if they're walking, like that's weird if they're walking. Yeah. I don't know. I think they were That's I've never knew that. That's really bizarre. My favorite theory is this one. It's catabatic wind. I'm probably not saying that right. Um, Which they proposed in like 2019. So it's one of the newer theories. But I was listening to this podcast today to kind of like refresh my memory. And he was saying how like the issue with this case is no theory fits everything. You know what I mean? Like no theory. The avalanche could explain the crushed lungs and mm-hmm. the crushed skull, but like there's it doesn't explain everything. So every theory has like other possibilities that just don't match. Right. Something. Um, although it, it could have been two things at once too. Like what? Like, like it could have been aliens a and mix an avalanche of <laughs> wind and something else. Yeah, like it could have been a mix of two things. So this catabatic wind thing. They're really, really rare rare and can be really, really – they're, like, really violent winds. Um, They were implicated – what? Okay, so they were a theory in a case from 1978 on a mountain in Sweden where eight hikers were killed and only one was severely injured from the catabatic wind. And they're very – like, the area is very, very similar to where Dyatlov passes. And then – the winds, I guess, start really, really suddenly. So it's not like a gradual, like, oh, it's going to be a storm. Like, it's like violent wind, like immediately. Um, it would have made it impossible to remain in the tent. And most rational course of action would have been for them to cover the tent with snow so it wouldn't blow away and seek shelter behind the tree line. So that kind of fits. Yeah. There was also... On top of the tent, there was also a torch, which is a, f- a flashlight, left on. So maybe that was so that they could find their way back. Yeah. I mean, what about that doesn't fit? I think it fits. But how they died is bizarre. I think that's the part that... It, and the fact that they not, were walking away. Like, that still right. sticks to me. Like, that's like, right. what? <laughs> but if what you have time to walk... If you have time to walk away, cover the tent with snow, why didn't you have time to put shoes on? Clothes on, And yeah. pants. Right. That's, that's, that's the two things that don't go together because it's like 
if you right. are naked in Siberia, then yep. you're running. <laughs> like, yep. But if because you have walking, no choice, because yeah. you know you're gonna die right. from exposure. Right. Like yeah. there's not really yeah. any like I can't figure out how to. That would be the two things I can't make work out of everything. Yeah. Because that's um, creepy. This also says that the expedition proposed that the group of hikers constructed two bivouac shelters. I don't know what that is. Um, one of which collapsed, leaving four of the hikers buried with severe injuries observed. What? It's any variety of improvised campsite or shelter that is usually a temporary nature used especially. So it's like if you use a rock as shelter or something like that, like a cave or whatever. So they're saying what? So maybe they used... It's suggesting that they might have created two like natural shelters and one of them collapsed, which would have left some of them injured. But if they're not, they would have had like physical injuries, I feel, not just yeah. like crushed. And ribs. wouldn't they have found them under rocks and trees? Like, if yeah. that's true. <laughs> not out in a ravine. Yeah. Why would they be in a ravine? Unless they had something on top of them and it got swept away somehow. But yeah. No. No. That is my favorite theory. I think it makes the most sense, but it also still doesn't make. See what I mean? Like it still yeah. doesn't. There's fit. no. There's always holes in each one of them. Like yeah, yeah I'm stuck. I'm still stuck on the walking away thing because that to me yeah. speaks some sort of otherworldly thing was going on. Because it's like, what other reason would someone be walking barefoot and naked in the snow than they're possessed or they're being abducted? So, <laughs> like, so this one says infrasound is another theory. Um, that was brought up in 2013, which infrasound can produce panic attacks in humans. Mm -hmm. The infrasound generated by the wind as it passed over the top of the mountain was responsible for causing physical discomfort and mental distress in the hikers. He claims that um, this guy, uh, where is his name? Donnie Icar. He wrote a book called Dead Mountain. Um, Claims that because they panicked, they were driven to leave the tent by whatever means necessary and fled down the slope. But they did. By the time they were further down the hill, they would have been out of the infrasound's path and would have regained their composure, but in the darkness were unable to return to their shelter. But if they left a flashlight on the tent, that makes no sense. Yeah. And if they were in an anxious, you know, flutter, they wouldn't have yeah. ran. <laughs> right. And then this also says the traumatic injuries suffered by the three that were in the ravine with the crushed bodies and stuff were because they stumbled in the darkness and landed on rocks. But that, again, wouldn't kill you that way. You would have blood. Bruises and blood. Yeah. You have a crushed skull. You would be bleeding. You have so many capillaries in your head. Your mm -hmm. head bleeds a lot by just small cuts. So... That makes no sense. No, there's got to like be. You would have a physical wound. Like I want, I want a theory on how the hell these people got injured from the inside. And they're they're yeah. they're really saying that like there's no external injuries. Wasn't there one woman you mm -hmm. said that had like a, something wrong with her foot and they wrapped it in like someone's yes, shirt? Yes, she had like something, or maybe she fractured her shin or something. I don't know. Okay, so there was like, but it wasn't one. like a fatal, but it wasn't like a fatal wound. We're talking no. about like wounds that will kill you. No, yeah. but, but I'm talking about wounds in general. Like, were there yeah. a lot of external? There injuries? was the cracked skull, but yeah. it wasn't fatal. There, and then just the missing soft tissues. That's fucking weird. That is an animal thing. The other theory is military, because, like I said, when we said radiation, right? 
there is a the the campsite was within a path of Soviet parachute mine practices or whatever. Um, they could have been woken by loud explosions and fled. But again, they'd be panicking. I, the walking thing throws me. I don't know. Um, and then found themselves unable to return to their tent. And then some froze to death. Others uh, commandeered their clothing to be fatally injured by subsequent parachute mine concussions. What the hell? What is, what that? is parachute? Yeah. What? What? It's a type of uh, like bomb, I think. A naval mine dropped from an aircraft by parachute. So yeah, it's a bomb. And so mostly they used in just the accidentally World War. like dropped and killed these people. Well, no, if. Their campsite fell within a path of where they would practice using oh, these. Oh. So, so they just didn't. That know. could have also caused an avalanche, like a weird one. Yeah, in my opinion, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they're blowing things up, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, um, but I parachute thought, mines. I thought they were hikers that were like experienced that. They are, but they wouldn't have. But they wouldn't have known that that was like a bombing place. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, it's not like they could Google it. It was 1959. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this says parachute mines detonate while they're still in the air, rather than striking the Earth's surface. Heavy internal damage was. Re- oh, so it could produce signature injuries similar to those that had heavy internal damage and relatively little external trauma. Okay. Says the theory coincides with reported sightings of glowing orange orbs floating or falling in the sky within the general vicinity of the hikers. And they were allegedly photographed by the hikers. So there was stuff happening that they took pictures of. I think I've actually seen the pictures. Maybe they sound familiar. Um, Liver mortis. Do you mean rigor mortis? What is liver mortis? <laughs> I never heard of that. I heard of rigor mortis. Red discoloration of the skin. Fourth stage of death. <laughs> never heard of that in my life. Nope. Postmortem lividity. Hypostasis or sigillation. These are new words to me. I don't know what those mean. Um, Nor do some I. speculate that the bodies were unnaturally manipulated. Like they had markings um, discovered during an autopsy as well as burns to their hair and skin. So it could have been that. Yeah, that's Or them more... testing radiological weapons because mm. there was radioactivity on that one girl's clothing, though, which I feel like it would have been everywhere. Yeah. Um, but the bodies also had orange skin and gray hair. What? What? A similar theory alleges that testing of radiological weapons and is based partly on the discovery of radioactivity on some of the clothing, as well as the descriptions of the bodies by relatives as having orange skin and gray hair. But like I said, it would have affected all of them, not just some of them. And their equipment. And the skin discoloration can be explained by natural process of mummification after three months of exposure to the cold. So, okay. I feel like that's not it, but I don't know. Cause I feel like if one of them has radiation on them, they would all have radiation. Well, depending right. on how, well, depending on how, like, I don't know anything about bombs or like how that stuff works. So, like, if it was like a concentrated, like, 
missile almost like and it was only going to one spot that affected half of them like i don't know does radiation really necessarily affect everyone in the area right away or like i would think so yeah i guess so i would think so because if it's coming from the sky it's going to be all in the air it's not necessarily like in a locate like a yeah a local right spot last two mm-hmm Paradoxical undressing is that whole thing, you know, when you get hypothermia and you actually get really hot and you take your clothes off. That's mm-hmm. like a thing. Um, oh, really? Because you're like skin, because your skin burns. It's like a cold burn, but your skin is burning. So they take their clothes off. Um, that's dumb. Though. It is undisputed that six of the nine hikers died of hypothermia. However, others in the group appeared to have acquired additional clothing from those who had already died which suggests that there were of sound enough mind to try to add layers. So maybe some of them had this paradoxical undressing thing and took their clothes off because they felt like they were burning. From know. being cold? Yeah. But that like, is a thing. But, I mean, again, experienced hikers, you know, like would, yeah. they would do that. But if you're that cold, you might not. I don't know. You never know. I always say you never know how you're going to react in a situation until you're in that situation. Right, that's true. I just know I you know? fucking hate being cold. It makes me angry. I'm with you. The last theory, and I'm going to do this for our friend Amanda because we were talking about it yesterday, is Yeti. <laughs> was it a Yeti? It was a, it was a Bigfoot? Sure. <laughs> Bigfoot, Yeti, whatever. Same same thing, different species in my mind. but <laughs> Or same species, different same genus, different species. I don't know, whatever it is. However you put it. The guy from Star Wars, Star Wars, right? Chewbacca. Chewbacca? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It was chewy. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think it's the Yeti, but what Amanda does. Yeah, how does that theory work? <laughs> Cuz they would there would be footprints. I don't know. Unless there would also be physical injuries. Unless it could fly and had mind control. That would be really horrifying. <laughs> Plus, I think you would run. If a Yeti broke into your tent, you'd be like, bye, and you would run. So <laughs> I don't think it was Yeti. Anyway, that's that. I don't really have any other because there's so many theories and we could go down so many rabbit holes. But yeah, that, I mean, I can't think of anything else. Like, that's stupefying. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could find the thing about the tongue. I swear to God, her tongue was like sliced. It wasn't chewed or like bitten. But maybe I got that from the horror movie. <laughs> it's totally possible. All oh, the pictures of them are so sweet. I will post them, maybe. I'm not good at posting. I'm so sorry, guys. I've definitely missed a couple episodes of pictures. <laughs> are you, like do you usually put pictures on? Yeah, on Instagram, I do. Meanwhile, Slobodan had head injuries consistent with someone falling and hitting their head over and over again. Hmm. And one of them had a baton-shaped bruise on their side. Like something hit them? See? Yeah. See, Wikipedia is not the most trustworthy. (laughs) Second group of bodies suggested that the hikers had died at distinctively different times, even though they they all died within six to nine hours after they last ate. What were they doing there? Hiking. Just hanging out. For enjoyment. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't imagine doing that for fun. 
Okay, I could be totally wrong about the tongue thing. I don't know. I can't find anything. So, that's that. That's the Outlaw Pass. I'm done. Da, 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 da. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Please send your own theories. I think it's catabatic wins. I think that is my final, like, what I think it was. I think it was demonic possession. There you go. It could be that. <laughs> Can't prove that at all. So, if that is what it is, we'll never know. Ugh. Your turn. Oh, boy. So, how about... Okay, so the Zodiac. Um, yeah. So, I think most people know who he is. I... We're, well, no one knows who he is. That's yeah, right, right. I know. It's like when I Google it, it's like, who is Zodiac? And they're like, no one knows who's Zodiac. I'm like, no, no. Like, how do I, like, learn more about Zodiac? Yeah, the details. Yes. Yeah. And um, so he killed a bunch of people, and mm -hmm. he's a serial killer. He did. And yeah. he wore a black hood, and he had the sign on him. <laughs> and um, it was in 1968, I think, was the first murder. And... It was a couple um, on Lover's Lane in, I forget what city. It's not Vallejo. That was the second one. It was San, San, this is San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, no, it was the first. Benicia, the, Vallejo, Napa County. It's all Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's, it's all, all like area. the San Francisco area. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and uh, so the first one, he they didn't know it was him until the second one because he called after the one in Vallejo. He killed another. Well, he killed a couple because the first time he tried to kill the first couple, he only managed to kill the woman, and the guy right. survived. Which um, didn't he leave him like tied up though? No, that was the second time he tried to kill a couple, oh. and because um, it was two survivors out of the five confirmed murders, mm -hmm. he supposedly saw him and described mm -hmm. him as having dark curly hair, and he was a tall, like heavy set white man. And Interesting. Yeah, and then the second murder, um, the second one in Vallejo, that was 1969, I think. And mm -hmm. when he, that was the couple that was picnicking. And um, he, uh, it was so creepy the way they told the story where, like, you know, they're laying on a blanket, like, and, like, she's, like, on his chest. And they're it's by talking. a lake, right? Yeah, like, in front of a lake. Yeah. And, um, and she's, like, there's a man over there and like the guy thought she meant like on the other peninsula like far far away mm -hmm. but what he didn't realize is like she, like within her line of vision was like a few hundred yards away and then she's like oh my god he has a gun and so he basically holds him hostage and ties him up and um hogged has her tie him up so has the woman tie the, the man up and then yep. he ties her up by like at gunpoint and then he hog ties them and then he stabs them to death, or stabs her to death, or stabs both of them. And, um, yeah, and the guy who survived, that, that guy survived as well. It was interesting, mm -hmm. like, the men always survived. Um, because the first murder was with guns. He shot them. And this murder was with yeah. stabbing. And that was, like, the, the thing I found most interesting about him is, like, he wasn't the typical serial killer, you know? Like, he didn't have an M.O. He didn't have, like, an M.O. Yeah. No, and, like, it was shooting, then it was stabbing, and then there the, was the cab driver, so, like, he was never consistent with the type of people he killed, or, like, there never seemed right. to be an apparent motive. Like, it was just, like, because the it guy talked a lot about... couples. It wasn't always in the same type of area. No. It wasn't. The same type yeah. of murder, like, 
always different. Yeah, and different. but the second murder, kind of genius from a murderer's standpoint. I mean, I, it's just interesting because it's like all other serial killers, they have the same typical psychology of like, right? There's a reason behind what they do, or like it's a vendetta of some kind, or like it's because mm-hmm. like you can see a pattern, and this person had no mm-hmm. pattern, so it was like impossible for them to figure anything out. Because like one of the yeah. the investigators was like, you know. Most most people that are murdered, it's like some yeah. ridiculously, insanely like high percentage, they're people that they know that murdered them. Yeah. And so they were like, so in those cases, we can like look around at their, you know, people. Lives. Yeah. And yeah. in this case, it was very apparent that it was like nobody that it was a stranger. Like it was a yeah. completely seemingly random death. And yeah. so after the second murder... You know, I don't know how in-depth I go because most people know who this person or this case. Yeah, you can do, like, a just a brief, like, overlay. Yeah, so... Because, like I said, like, I'm like, I can picture, like, the lake part. <laughs> like, I remember it so distinctly, so... Yeah, like, that From was... From the movie. Free- yeah, the I movie. was not there. I was not alive. <laughs> it's not, right. <laughs> it's not, it's not present. Viewing. I've never been to that lake. <laughs> Whatever. Astro projecting to the past. Just picturing the movie with Robert Downey Jr. Like that scene specifically. I know. And what's crazy is that I watched an hour and a half documentary that wasn't super informative in terms of theories, but it was more like, um, it it talked more about like this one investigator who would never report. Like I just have to say, like I know this isn't about that, but holy fucking bad police work. Like. Yep. They fucked up Usually. so many times in this case. And, like, starting with, like, the first one where he's like, well, you know, if we did, like, he, and he's right. Like, a lot of it is technology. Like, they just didn't have the technology. Yeah. So they didn't comb the scene they would have, the way they would have today. Yeah. So they missed a lot on the first murder. And then by the time they realized they were dealing with a serial killer, like, they still were fucking it up. Because it was, then it was, yep. like, the second one, um in this documentary apparently is the first time that this guy ever admitted this or talked about this, but the woman from the second murder survived. Um, she was alive when the cops got yeah. there. And like in the 20 minutes that they were waiting for the ambulance to come, he was able to have a full on conversation with her. Like she was lucid and she was, yeah. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to stand over here. And like, if you judge by my height, I'm five, seven, like how much taller you, like, so she gave him all these details, and he didn't include them in the report. So, and this, uh, like, I'm saying this also because it brings me to, like, one of my theories. Yeah. But, like, so that's odd. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you include that? And, like, and, and, like there, and I'm not saying anything necessarily, but, like, you'd think that'd be important to, like, include all the information, including the, like a witness, yeah. like straight from a witness. And he's like, and he's like, and what I'm telling you now is exactly what she said to me. And like, I, and they're like, and you can hear the interview be like, why didn't you include that? And he's, I forget what he even says. Like, he's like, it just didn't seem be- important at the time or something. And you're like, really? Yeah. And then. Well, and this is, so just to put us into like perspective of serial killers yes serial killers have existed for a long time but this is like the golden era of serial killing and it's when they became i hate the word popular yeah but it is what it was mostly because in the late 60s and 70s is when women started to go out on their own yeah so we became you know we had jobs and schools and we 
had, you know, we went out at night and went dancing and whatever. So yeah. women became, especially in the Pacific Northwest, because it's like the hippie movement. Right. So they were all rather liberal and whatever. Right. Um, because that's where most serial killers happen, come from, whatever. Mm-hmm. In America, at least, it's like, oh, you you live in Oregon? Cool. <laughs> where they hid bodies. Every tab bunnies, Zodiac, BT, not BTK, but whatever. Just all these serial killers. So. I also think, like, for detectives, this is kind of a new theory. They didn't even have – either this was the beginning of or they didn't even have yet, like, behavioral science at the FBI. Profiling, yeah. Um, That was, like – That was just, just starting or yeah. – Yeah. So yeah. it was all kind of new. Uh, yeah, so I believe criminal profiling started happening. Remember that – you had me watch it. Um, Mindhunter. Mindhunter, yes. Yeah, such a great series. Yeah. And that started in the 70s. So that was – yeah. Shortly after and this, that's based but... on that's based on John Douglas and I forget his partner's name. Yeah, um, when they developed the whole behavioral right. psychology Profiling, part yeah. of the FBI. Yeah, right. So like I can see how yeah this it was they didn't have the technology, but at the same time, like a direct witness of this mm-hmm. horror, you know, is um God, I'm, I have such a hard time finding words these days. Of this horror or whatever you call it. Me too. Horrific happening. Um, JP would say this horror. So we can say horror in honor of JP. (laughs) It's horrible. Horrible. Horror. Horrible. Horrible. Um, He does it with an A. Horrible. Horrible. So in terms of this horrible happening, she was a prime witness. So like, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you... Okay, so there was that. And then there was um, the freaking, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but, like, I can't help laughing because, like. It's how we deal with things. It's right. Fine. It's just nervous laughter, but yep. disb- disbelief, like, that this yes. cop who they're directly interviewing in this documentary, along with the other cops that were involved, is after this yeah. taxi, the, the, he, the murder in the taxi cab. Like, yep. he. They pass by the dude because the wrong um, thing gets put out on the scanner. The what do they call that? The um, the, the police scanner. Yeah. Yeah. Like they give the wrong description. Yep. They called it a black man, and so this dude's looking for a black guy. And like, what's weird though is that he like I know this isn't theory, but like this again, this leads to, to one of my theories. So like I know that like um, he probably that's probably true. Like he didn't know, but. Yeah. Then he goes on to deny that, like, he ever stopped and talked to anyone and asked, like, because he, well, he mentions there was this older man that didn't fit the description. Right. That he stops and talks to and says, have you seen any unusual, you know, anyone acting weird? And he says no. And then they cut And to he be- goes, okay, thanks. And, like, moves on. Yeah. And passes a dude. Supposedly he passed him. Like, he slowed the car down to rolling, saw that he wasn't black and kept going. Because they, because the cops got to that taxi scene like minutes after it happened. Yeah, right? wasn't right. it like just absolutely like it was like he went this way and they came. Yeah, way, or whatever. So like, he it was, was walking like down those... the friggin' street. Yeah, and yeah. they easily yeah. could have. So he was there, and um, so he 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 like slowly rose to stop, and then um doesn't supposedly claims that he didn't stop and talk to him, but this other cop that's they're interviewing in the documentary is like. No, I very clearly remember him saying that he stopped a man that we now know was the description of the Zodiac and asked him if he'd seen any unusual behavior. And the guy, and they cut back to the other guy, he goes, no, I definitely didn't. And then they show a picture 
of a letter from yeah. the Zodiac that says, and yep. dumb cops even stopped and asked me, like, so it's weird that he's lying about that. Or And I get, right. it was a long time ago. But, like, right. it almost feels like this poor guy either either just doesn't want to admit that he fucked up royally or, like, because he's embarrassed. But it's like, this is a little too important to make it about you, dude. But, like... I mean, this is a, a common thing. Usually when cops fuck up, there's a cover-up. Right. They 90% of the time try to cover up their fuck-ups, especially big ones like this where it's, like, you have one of... Especially now, years later, being like, oh, I did stop and talk to that guy. Like, to be yeah. like... This is one of the most notorious unsolved serial killers in the world. And mm -hmm. you stopped and talked to him, but now you need to cover it up because you look like an ass. <laughs> like, right. You know, or whatever. Like, you just messed up. I don't think that makes him look like an ass. I think him trying to cover it up does. But like, no, if you yeah. stopped and talked right. to him. Right. Trying to cover it up makes you look more like an ass than just yeah. admitting it. But I feel just like. being like, oh, I did talk to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. a moment that I could have. And anyone could understand. Really like, good. it's a high stress situation. You didn't really have, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, you were given wrong information. Like, it's not your fault. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Whatever. So that happened. I'm so I kept, I kept having like this thought where I'm like, I know this probably isn't possible. But like a theory with all this could be that the cops were involved somehow. Because like. How many times do you have to screw up in order for this to be? But, you know, of course, that's not really feasible because it's like, you know, what would they have to gain? But then you could go right. deeper into that and say, well, like, I don't know. But, okay, so that, like, that was partially why I mentioned all that because it was like there are so much incompetence and just, like, mistakes. And it's very, very, it's still kind of like this, but I don't think it's as bad. Um, it's very, very common for different police departments to not talk to each other. Right. Yes. And I know true. that that's an issue in this one because I know he like went into different, I don't know if county is the right word, but there were different police departments involved and they mm -hmm. would fight not fight but they'd be like yeah i'm not giving that to you like it's just i don't know it's just like, like they're not working together like when that would be the they best have like high school style rivalries right of right like and it's my ego. school versus your school right yeah. it's all ego and it's about them and it's like well, do you want to solve this case or do you want to like be exactly. the one to take credit for it like because exactly so that kind of makes you i couldn't help but wonder about the cops at one point i was like yeah. okay that could be a theory like and you could go deeper into it like you could because it all comes down to why like why what would be yeah. the motive but there could if it was a cop yeah if it was a cop because the other thing is they said that he had um they actually caught one of his footprints they caught like a boot print yeah and it was yep. you know like a military style it was a specific type of boot that o they only wear on aircrafts to stop from like building up static electricity so right. that's super specific. And like yeah. that also kind of pointed towards the law, law enforcement or something to do with military. military. Yeah. So like someone who I don't know, you, I guess you could argue that like maybe the cops were covering up for somebody like this is totally far fetched, yeah. but like somebody yeah. that they knew, like who knows. And then they um, like, of course, Arthur Allen, Arthur Lee Allen is like, yeah, the like I I'm pretty Prime damn sure, yeah, that that's who it was. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, from everything that I've seen at this point, like, that's, I just, I know that's, like, the main consensus anyway. But that's why it was interesting yeah. to learn why they thought it wasn't him. Because it was, like, every fucking thing fits. Like, everything. Yeah. Except for a couple things. And, like, 
Right. And they're sort of. It's like the Dyatlov thing. Like, yes. There's theories, but there's something not explained in some of it mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, and another yeah. thing that didn't make sense to me about the cop side of it was they were able to pick up a fingerprint um, off of mm-hmm. the phone that he left hanging. And it was interesting mm-hmm. how, like, they found where he was calling from because they didn't have really great technology for tracing back then. So, like, while the operator was trying right. to trace the call, a reporter happened to, like, he was in on it. He was trying to figure out where this guy was coming from, and he started going around to all the different um, phone booths to see which one was left hanging. And, right. he, and he found it, and then he, he said, can you hear me to the cop? And that's how they found the phone. And so, yeah. obviously, they got a team in there, and they tried to pick up prints. And the, the print, the newest, because obviously there was a lot of prints on it because all the different people that had touched it. But some of the prints kind were... Kind of genius. What? Yeah. Kind of genius. Except that some of the prints were Everyone's so fresh that they had to dry them artificially in order to pick them up because they were so new and they were wet still. So they have fingerprints. And they, you know, they say at the beginning of the documentary, like, and they were never able to actually match them with somebody. But I'm like, why right. didn't they take Arthur Lee Allen's fingerprints and match them? Which they never That's mentioned they again. I never, never did I ever see it mentioned again. I'm like, wouldn't that I think, be? I think because I know didn't they search his trailer illegally, like without a warrant? They yeah, there was one. They did one with a warrant and one without a warrant. I think. So I think I think part of that is because because if you search something without a warrant and you find stuff, you can't use it. Right, it's inadmissible. One, yeah, it's illegal. Two. If you don't have sufficient evidence to search somebody or get their fingerprints or whatever, unless they volunteer it, obviously, because mm-hmm. um, you can volunteer anything. Right. Uh, like if you if cops knock on your door and you go, yes, come in, they can search your house. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. Warned or not. You right. Can, they can search your house without one if you let them in. But they, um, I think for the fingerprint thing, if they didn't have enough, and I'm just guessing because I haven't listen to anything about this case in a really long time Mm -hmm. um if they don't have enough sufficient evidence to get a warrant to get his fingerprints and he's not volunteering them then maybe they legally couldn't except that i'm pretty sure they had i'd have to double check this but from what i remember they had him in custody at one point like or or Mm -hmm. several times and they even arrested him at one point so i'm pretty sure because when when you arrest someone it means that you take their fingerprints so like Right. I don't understand. Yeah, you're in the system. Yeah. Immediately. So like you're automatically being compared against stuff or whatever. So I don't. That part I'd have to look further into because I don't understand why that. If it did happen, I it wasn't highly publicized. And if it and then they talked about how like something else didn't match. Like they tried to match DNA of some kind, and it was later yeah. on. Obviously, like it was like in 2006 or something, and. They it didn't match, so they had to let him go or something like that. Um, but then there were there was a theory that it was his friend who, or he, he was at least involved, if not was the Zodiac killer. And what's creepy is during this interview with this guy, like in this documentary, he's like describing word for word, like this is what you know Lee said he was going to do, and he like describes right. what happened, and like then he said like. Well, he he really loved kids, but like he um, was convicted of uh, child molestation. So, right, like then that sort of correlates with when he t- you know said the thing about shooting the tires out of the um, 
the school bus and, yeah. you know, sh picking off the kitties as they come bouncing out of the bus. And, um, yeah. so, yeah, super creepy. And, yeah. um, so many things lined up, but his friend, like, knew all of this. And you're like, why didn't you say something? Like, why wouldn't you report that? end up in ditches. I guess. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, well, this, and this dude's creepy, too. Like, the way he's talking. You're yeah. just like, you're friends. So, first of all, you're friends with someone who's saying these things. And you're they're continuing to be friends with them. And then, yeah. And then you're, like, and you're aware that, like, he has all the behavior patterns. And, like, he went missing for three days when one of the last murders happened. And, like, yep. he's aware of all this. And not only is he staying friends with them, but he's not reporting it. So, like, that... They suspected that he was involved somehow, but like they couldn't prove it. Right. So right. I would think that you'd want or to he test. Just knew, or he just knew if he snitched, he would go for, you know, if you know for us, I don't know what, how that blurry those lines are, but like if you know about something and you don't report it, then you become an accessory. Yeah. So maybe he knew or didn't or knew and like didn't really realize it and then felt like, well, I don't want to get in trouble for this. I don't want to be tied to this in any way. Right. Know? Yeah, that's true. That that's that makes sense. Because then you could also go to jail because you knew about it and didn't do anything or didn't say anything. Right. And then there was another um there was another guy that was Lee's friend and like yeah. like loyal friend and like did not think that he was guilty. Like he was like, "No, they got the wrong guy." Like Lee was a very caring man. He loved children. Yeah. Like he was a good friend to me and like and he says, you never, know. you never really know people. Though. No. It's and that's the thing. And I yeah. feel like you never really know yourself fully. Like you don't know what don't you're know. capable of. Really? People are like, they are the best. Every, every forensic files episode starts. He was the best family man until he murdered his entire family. Like, right. You never know. It's like, you never know. You like never someone know. becomes yeah. possessed or has a psychotic break or, yeah. you know, has a traumatic event or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so like this other friend is talking about how um Lee and I think Don was the friend's name that didn't report anything. Yeah. yeah. He said Lee and Don came to visit me one day and he claims, you know, he really liked Lee. Lee was a great friend, but that Don totally creeped him out. And that Don was like he didn't like him and he couldn't explain yeah. why. Like he's like I just got a weird vibe from him. I didn't, you know, I didn't like him. I just knew that I didn't like him. And so, so maybe like Don was like putting it on that it was Lee and not him to like. That's what I yeah I was like okay it could have been off of him yeah it could have been I, I at least think the dude was involved like to some extent like I, yeah. you know I'm not saying he was planning it out with him but he alleged was, this is all alleged 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 <laughs> like my theory but like <laughs> yeah. he like is too open about like how everything went down and like how he knew about everything and but. Zodiac wanted attention. Yeah, right. So it could make sense because that's why he sent all those letters and like taunted the police and stuff. So, right. It could have been him continuing that pattern of wanting attention. Well, because the other thing, well, obviously, I don't know if everyone knows that, but it's probably a well known fact. Like he was ambidextrous. Lee was ambidextrous. And so, yeah. like, they tried to get him to write with his non dominant hand, his right hand. And, like, he just scribbled and made it seem like he couldn't write with his right hand. But, right. Like, that's pretty pointed. But there was other stuff that – there was, like, a profiler, um, yeah. a criminal profile that she, she is newer to the case, obviously. And she was saying that she didn't think it, it was possible that Lee fit the, the profile because yeah. he – I forget exactly what she said, but it was, like, someone who does the things – oh, 
um, the person who committed these murders was very like quick and swift and sort of ruthless about it. And like someone like Lee who did have these sort of twisted like ways of seeing the world and stuff would have like done it in a more like sadistic way. Like he would have done if, if, you know, like, cause people are saying, well, he like all these crazy things he said and the crazy shit that he told Don and like, yeah, like she's like someone like that would have done, he described the way that he would murder someone and like he supposedly told Don like this is what I would do and like this is how I would do it. Why would you do why would you do that? Why would you do that? And why wouldn't Don say to something? Yeah. And like Yeah. So she's saying like based well, this on says Don was sorry, I Google as people talk because no, I wanna see too. This says that Don was the first person to suggest Lee as a suspect. He was. To police. Right. Yeah. Which is also suspicious because like you said, it could be Maybe he's him covering his tracks. Trying to be like like it's me, but look at him. He he said this. Yeah, can you believe yeah. it? Yeah, and like, Ugh. and the other thing that's yeah. that's hard is that like I think the letters because he he sent out the cryptograms and yeah, I think two one of them got cracked. It took fifty years, and the other two have never been cracked. Um, one one got there's two cracked now because they they solved one last year. Oh sweet! Do they know what it said? Um, yes, it's not really anything useful though. If I can recall, let me see. If I, I remember him. He was something like he, even in the non-encrypted ones, like he said that he was creating slaves for the afterlife or something. Like they were like going to serve him in the afterlife. Cult mentality. Um, let me see. It says, uh, I hope you are having lots of fun and trying to catch me. This wasn't me on the TV show because he made a call to a TV show and like yes. talked yeah. on the line. It, he said it wasn't him. But it wasn't him. Which brings up the point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise, which is spelled P-A-R-A-D-I-C-E, all the sooner. Because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise, spelled the same way. So they are afraid of death. I'm not afraid because I know that my new life will be an uneasy one in a paradise, same way, death. Um... But, like, what they've discovered since they cracked this code or whatever, they're like, it's still ongoing and it's still open, um, but they don't think it really tells us anything. No, because he said one of them would have his name contained in it. Right. But they never cracked that one, so. Right. <laughs> we don't know. I think there's two more or there's one more that there's needs two to more. be cracked? Well, there was three, and they said, that, when I read it, it said only one had been cracked and two were unsolved, but... Maybe two of it, and maybe there's one left, but there was three. I think there's two. And he stopped. So, they, yeah. He stopped in 1974. They stopped sending letters in 1974, but then, and then it gets right. murky with like him claiming, laying claim to like murders that they don't even think he committed. Like there was one in Nebraska yeah. that like you know they said could be connected to him, but they're not sure because like he just wanted the fame and the attention. So like he's claiming things that probably he didn't even do at that point. But it was another thing right. that um. Because uh, they were trying to do voice recognition with the second witness, the guy that you could actually right. understand when he spoke. Um, yeah. He was the one that he got stabbed. Um, he, they did, like, um, they had him listen to the guy who called into the show. And um, yeah, and he said that's, that's not. creepy. But they said that's not, he, he was like, that is definitely not him. Like, he was, like, describing yeah. his voice. And then um, the, uh, the operators that took the 911 calls were like, no, that definitely wasn't the voice. So, like. 
there was not only was there people calling in and trying to take credit for Zodiac's murders, but Zodiac was then taking credit for murders that weren't his. So like, right. it's completely like, bleh. but the only thing that's frustrating is like, you know, that like, if this happened in modern day, they would have caught him like hundred percent. Like, they would have taken DNA yeah. samples. Like, he was talking about how the first crime scene would have been a completely different story. Like, they spent four hours on the scene. Oh, yeah. And they would have spent, like, 24 hours. Like, to yeah. Say. They would have taken dirt samples and, like, done all that shit. So, yeah. there's that. It's but, a very different time. And then the other people that I saw that were suspects, it was a guy named Ross Sullivan. Um, mm-hmm. He became a person of interest through the possible link between the Zodiac Killer and the, the murder of Sherry Joe Bates in Riverside. He was a library assistant at Riverside City College, and he was suspected by co-workers who said that he went missing for several days after the murder. Um, he also resembled sketches of Zodiac and wore military-style boots with footprints, like those ones found at Lake Bergassi, where, where he stabbed the people. So, um, Is he the one that the sketch looks like, the like more popular one with the glasses? Um, well, yeah, it says... Um, Yeah, Sullivan resembled sketches of the Zodiac, so I don't know which ones, yeah. but um, and but it says that he was hospitalized multiple times for bipolar and schizophrenia. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I mean, I feel like there's so few clues, like know. military boots and like having some resemblance to a sketch. It's not even a picture. Like, yeah, I don't know. And eyewitness testimony. Me and JP like to talk shit about it all the time because it's pretty much bullshit most of the time. So what is? Because people, eyewitness testimony. Oh people, yeah, um, forget or they Remember. place other things. Like yeah. it's just, it's just really shaky and not usually accurate. Like at all. Though so. you can imagine, like probably the more accurate witnesses are the ones who were attacked. Like, right. But even then, that's a traumatic experience, and they could have disassociated and misremembered. True. But a lot of them, I did see like the consistency in how they all described him as being a tall heavy set yeah. white man and um and a lot but of them he's in a hood how do they know he's white she one woman said she could see his through the his eye holes his hair was hanging down oh, through okay. his eye hole and so she could see the color of his hair and that his his, his white skin and i imagine oh, okay. i don't know were, were his hands covered on maybe wrists or hands. yeah i, was I think he hand. wore gloves but yeah i think he wore gloves yeah too. but um okay, that makes sense. um and then another one they suspected was Lawrence kane um so, oh yeah, so there was the woman who was in the, um, he did the creepy thing where like he, oh, this is the one he supposedly, Don, he, uh, he told his friend Don about this. Like he yeah. was like, I know the perfect way to like abduct a woman. He would ride up next to them and like knock on the window and be like, hey, and point to the wheel and be like, there's something wrong with your wheel, get her to pull over. And then like, you know, get, get the wrench and pretend to be tightening her lug yep. nuts. And that's and then that actually happened. So, yep. But supposedly the guy who abducted her, she then later ID'd as Lawrence Kane, um, because right. she said that she picked him out of a photo a lineup. lineup. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's weird because yeah, why? And she lived and she lived because she had a baby. Yeah, and she jumped out of the car and everything. But like, yeah. So that's confusing because it's like, was there more than one person doing this? Like, was there a copycat? Like, the, the, yeah. very possible, you know, like, and then um, that was the other thing I thought of was, um, oh, shoot, I forget what I was going to say. Um, oh, um, something with Lee where, oh, yeah. So the um, the guy, the second guy who survived was brought to um, 
the station years later right. when they had Lee in custody or they, they suspected him and they had enough on him. And um, he, you know, held out all the pictures and was like, the, the person that did this may or may not be in this lineup, but we want, if you see, if you see them, point them out. And he said it only took right. him like 20 seconds. And the guy was like, that's him. That's definitely the guy who, who stabbed me. And he pointed to Lee. So like, right. I don't know. Like everything points to Lee. It's just like a few things yeah. that don't. So are like odd, but it could be police mishandling. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Cause it's like everything else. Cause then once he ID'd him in those photos, they were able to be like, all right, bring him in. So they brought him in. And then yeah. I don't even remember why they let him go. Like it was like, on a nuanced thing probably circumstantial yeah, yeah probably like, some stupid police work thing that wasn't like tied up neatly with a bow or whatever and then he i think he went to jail he was in jail Lee? yeah he was in jail I think he did but not for a zodiac no i think it was he, for something else but he wrote to them from jail and said that it was not that it was was yeah. from him or no something i don't know but um then he died and i believe the murder stopped right or they stopped long before he died though so, like, they never were yeah. able to. So, they don't know why he stopped. Like, that's the other thing that's weird. Like, I, I don't know. Do you Maybe have any theories moved. around that? Yeah, because it's like, why did he stop? So, my favorite theory for Zodiac is that it was Ted Cruz. Uh. <laughs> really? I'm kidding. Okay. He, he would have been, like, a child, so no. But he looks <laughs> like him, so it's just a fun theory that I always enjoyed. <laughs> um I think he could have moved. There's always theories. There was a find recently that they thought they found him, but um, more credible. I don't want to say more credible podcasts than ours, but like ones with like police detectives on them. Like uh, Murder Squad is a, I know you won't know, but I know most of our listeners will. It's um, Paul Holes is a ex cold case homicide detective um, or a criminal investigator or whatever they're called. And he helped catch the, uh, Golden State Killer, and then Billy Jensen is a criminal and or an investigative reporter. Um, and they have a podcast together, and they together were like, uh, that the new finding or whatever that they said it was this guy named Gary, so boring. Um, <laughs> wasn't him. <laughs> like, there's been people that have been like, we found him, DNA matches or whatever, but it's never accurate. So. I don't know. I I remember learning about Lee Allen, and for some reason, I thought it wasn't him. I don't remember what that reason is. Couldn't tell you. I forget where I heard what I heard that I was like, maybe it's really not him. Poor man has been so demonized his whole life, even though he was still not, like, the best person. But um, I don't know. Because to me, like, the motive I think he could have moved. Well, well, and the other thing is it was had something to do with, like, they think, you know, this person was, like, well, clearly disturbed, regardless of who it was. Yes. Um, but, yeah. like, that they had some sort of, like, like, satanic beliefs or some, like, I don't know what religion believes that, like, you need to kill people to create servants in the afterlife. But, like, something was not right. So, like, that. I mean, people misinterpret religions a lot. I know that some Christian religions believe in building an army for Christ, but it doesn't have to do with killing people. Right. So. Right. You, it could be. And then you have to think about, like, cults and stuff. Yeah, because like, I don't think it was a religion. stuff, so. Because so, I also know Satanism yeah. is not a bad, it's it's actually quite a wonderful religion. 
So it's all about free will. Right. Yeah. And I've, that's it. They don't believe in heaven or hell or Satan (laughs) or anything like that. No, like I've, I've, the as much as I've learned about it, I think it's a really fascinating religion, but, um, so, but whoever it was had some sort of self-made belief and I don't know if Lee fit that or not, but his motives otherwise sort of did because like he wanted to get back at the school system for like kicking him out. Um, and he wanted to get back at like the police for like things that, you know, that were done to him. He didn't think were fair. So like that kind of fits. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm a pretty strong. He is the most, he is like the best suspect that they have so far. Yeah, I mean, like that's stated everywhere. And like, it's like the handwriting the most evidence is him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I was but pretty... it's also I've been saying lately because I was talking about like John Bonet and stuff, and I was like, I joke that it's this, but at the same time, I'm like, but if I was on a jury, you're supposed to find them guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. There's not if you have doubt, you're not supposed to convict them. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to say they're guilty. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that it's not him. Like, I could see if I was on a jury and he was on trial for this, I'd be like, I still have doubt, though. As much as I like him for it, as much as he fits, as much as it's, like, almost too perfect, there's doubt. Mm. So. Yeah, see, oh, man, I would I would probably convict him. But, like, I, and I'd be fine. like, well, let's convict him and see what happens. You know? That's <laughs> like, what, let's that's see if this even oh, stops. Maybe, <laughs> but, you get put on jury duty. <laughs> no, no, maybe but I voice that. That's, but that's yeah, also why I agree because because it is. I get, I understand though. Like you, like no, I really like him for this case, yeah. obviously. But it it is still like you do have to consider like what if it's not though, and then that person walks free. But I or, also or yeah, whatever. I but know. I also don't believe yeah. in the death penalty. So like you know, I wouldn't believe that you know you should. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about the death penalty yeah. either. Let's it's not good. get political. Yeah. I don't want to talk oh, about no, it. We'll no. move on. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I agree. I think he's the most likely. I think he makes the most sense unless we're just totally off base and got stuck on him. And I mean, the Golden State Killer went free. He's now just was arrested like two years ago and he's like 80 whatever. So he went free because they convicted someone murdered. else? No, he just wasn't caught for years and years. And he went under different names because he was known as the East Area Rapist, the something ran the the something ransacker mm. and the Golden State Killer. They thought he was three different people. Oh. And the original Night Stalker. So he had four like names and he went free until just a few years ago. They caught him with familial DNA. So everyone do twenty three and me or whatever. I don't know. Help find just murderers and stuff i don't know <laughs> i really wanted that for christmas i wanted to do ancestry oh, i want to do it too it's so expensive i do you have any way you want to wrap up zodiac um because i need to pee and oh my next one's pretty short okay yeah no i think um, that's there's a lot more here but i don't need to go over all of them because i'm pretty convinced. no it's yeah i'm with it so what's next well, we're going to take a we're going to flip to something completely different because I'm doing one of my favorite cryptids which is Mothman. <laughs> Cuz I figured you'd probably never heard of it and it's like a fun one. I've he heard of it. I have out. heard of it, but I need, okay. I need a refresher. Perfect. I do too. I so I first heard of Mothman when I was uh probably like 11 
And I was watching Unsolved Mysteries because that's what I've done my whole life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did an episode on Mothman, and he just scared the living shit out of me. Like, the idea... It's still, I still think of it. So I have that, whatever that word is, that fear of like woods at night. Something phobia. And I. Woods of phobia. What is it? Woods of phobia. What is it? Winds of phobia. Woods of phobia. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you were actually saying the real word. There is a real word. It's like xylo or something. Okay. I don't know. Xylophobia. Xenophobia. People, but, or that's xenophobia. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't like the woods at night. I think they're horrifying. And I think it's because of this episode. Because. They talked about this, like, oh, if you see glowing red eyes, like, in the woods, it's Mothman. And I was like, well, that's horrifying. <laughs> Thanks Aren't, for that. But isn't that, like, <laughs> so, okay, but wolves do that. No, wolves have, well. No, I'm, ta- I'm saying red, like, big, bunny oh, okay, red okay. eyes. Not anything natural okay. in any way or whatever. So, <laughs> Whatever. So that's where I got introduced to Mothman. And then other podcasts like make jokes about it. And I've never actually listened to anything since then. But I still enjoy it. That's not true. I have listened to one about it. Um, so Mothman is supposedly in West Virginia, specifically. He um, was reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area in 1966. Um, and... Or from November 1966 to December 1967. So there were a bunch of sightings of him. Uh, This says, the first newspaper report was published um, titled, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird. Creature. Something. (laughs) There's a bunch of ellipses in there. (laughs) It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a thing. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Um, obviously the national press got involved and like spread the story around and it became really popular and they have like a whole festival I'm pretty sure about Mothman and they have like a huge statue of him like in make their a song. town Mothman Mothman there's really funny if you look up like if you go on like if you look up like gifs or gifs or whatever they're called giffies mm. there's um the Mothman ones they're like funny cartoons it's hilarious I don't wherever that started <laughs> So the gist is two young couples from Point Pleasant in 1966 um, told police that they saw a very large creature whose eyes glowed red um, when their car's headlights shined on them. And it was a large flying man with 10-foot wings um, following their car while they were driving in a town known as the TNT area, which is a former World War II munitions plant. Hmm. So obviously it's a radiation right moth <laughs> yes mutated for know. sure <laughs> yep um and then during the next few days there were other reported sightings um two volunteer firemen saw what was a large bird with red eyes um some people thought it was like a large an unusually large heron hey, what's a um, heron it's a bird it's like a crane oh heron oh neck. oh right <laughs> Is that how you say heron? <laughs> heron. No. It's a heron. No. <laughs> no, it's heron. What? Wait. Yeah. I need a phonetic spelling. <laughs> they don't have one because it's such a normal word. Like a I white heron? N- Why are you saying it like that? It's <laughs> no. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> 
I thought you were saying know. herring at first. I was How like, a flying fish? Like, what? Heron. <laughs> Bird. Maybe that's All how right. they say it in math. <laughs> I'm not from math. I know. <laughs> Great blue heron. Shut up. <laughs> Skip. I mean, I could be wrong. No, this is just it making noises. I don't want the heron itself. I want... <laughs> you can just highlight it and tell Siri to speak it. Did you hear that? Okay, no. I'll turn it up. Heron. Heron. Okay, I think you're right. You said it the way I said it. <laughs> I was like, don't do this to me. I'm still going to say heron. You already that. fight about how you say Appalachia or Appalachian or whatever. It's Appalachian. Anyway. Appalachian. In the north, I've figured out, I think it's in the north, it's Appalachian. And in the south, it's Appalachian. That's weird. I think they're both right. Anyway, whatever. Appalachian just sounds wrong. Heron is definitely wrong. <laughs> Heron. <laughs> we digress. Oh, good lord. So um some people thought it was just a really big bird, basically. Um, some people explain that the eyes were like bicycle reflectors, like big mm. and round. Um, some claimed they heard buzzing noises. Um, there was a wildlife biologist, Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University, um, who told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the sandhill crane, which is a large American crane, almost as tall as a man with seven foot wingspan, featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes, but they wouldn't have reflected in light, sir, hmm. if it's just their feathers. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it's not native to that area. Then this is the part that I specifically remember was um, there was a bridge collapse in 1967, which caused the death of 46 people. Um, and the, it's been connected to Mothman. How? That's what they don't really go into it. So let me see if I can find it on a different site. Cause that's the part that like throws me off. It's that. And I'm on like the Mothman museum. They have a museum. If anyone wants to go, there's a museum. I also think there's like a bridge that's really or a tunnel that's really famous that like kids will go to that there were like Mothman sightings. Hmm. Newell Partridge, a resident, this is off of all that's interesting.com. Newell Partridge, a resident of Salem, West Virginia, claimed that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. He shined a flashlight toward the direction of the noise um, and supposedly witnessed two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. And, um, it allegedly led to the disappearance of his dog. To this day, some still believe that Mothman took his pet. That's sad. Or a fisher cat did. In West Virginia, I don't think they have fisher cats. That'd be interesting to find out. And it's a German shepherd, not a chihuahua. Fisher cats aren't going to kill a German shepherd. I don't know, they're pretty vicious. They can take down. Like, but they're you know. not. But a German shepherd is also pretty vicious and bigger. I, I know, know fisher cats aren't super tiny, but. I don't, I don't think they would take a German Shepherd. Why? Is this all you got? You got one sentence down here? Okay. Well, that was useless. Apparently the bridge just wasn't sound. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about Mothman. I just want the theory of that because then there was supposedly... 
I feel like there was supposedly like a couple that was supposed to go on the bridge and then like some men in black came to their house and like told them not to and they didn't or something like that. And then they didn't die because of it? Yeah, but I'm saying that off of memory. But the men in black are like weird because men in black are always weird. They're always like a little off. They are. Around 5 p.m. during the rush hour, the bridge suddenly and unexpectedly collapsed. 46 people lost their lives. The official cause of the collapse was due to a defect in a single link, which led to stress corrosion, corrosion, cracking, and eventual collapse. But was there something else that led to the collapse? Who or what was the Mothman sighted in the area? Who were the strange men in black who showed up in town and began intimidating witnesses and reporters? So this is what I was looking for. Uh, some people believe that the Mothman was sent to warn people of the impending tragedy or that he was um, involved in the collapse of the bridge itself. Hmm. Who knows? Ugh. So creepy. This says that the first couple that saw him in the TNT area, when they left um, the area they were in, because they were parked on like a lover's lane or whatever, hmm. they said they made haste and left the area heading down Route 62 toward Port point pleasant as they sped away they then witnessed the huge creature perched on top of a billboard in front of them what does he want i don't know but i don't like it is he like a real moth and he's like attracted to your headlights (laughs) he's like light (laughs) i don't like the sounds i don't like any of it i think it's so creepy so stupid but so creepy um the witnesses claim at one point they were traveling in an excess of 100 miles per hour and the figure was able to keep up with them. The figure proceeded to glide back and forth over the car and even heard the wings hitting the roof. And this is no. And this is all happening in the same area or like yeah. all over the country. No, it's just in West Virginia. Okay. So um, this could be like a mass hysteria thing where like one person it says it and then another person's like, "Oh yeah, that that was this." And like Oh, totally. Totally could be. Um the next day, the couples returned to that area during the day and found odd-shaped footprints, which resembled two horseshoes put together. Ooh. What does that mean? It's like a, um, it's like a, like um, a How do you say that? A hooved, a hooved, a ho- hoven, hoofed, hoofed, hoofden. Uh, 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 <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. A hoof-like, a cloven, like how yeah. when you describe the devil, yes. it's like a cloven hoof. Yes. That, but a cloven, I think, is the hoof that's like this, like a goat. right, it's not round, right? But it could be like some, like you know, creature that's half, like like hoofed, a hoofed, a, ho- a hoofed animal, hoven, hoven. <laughs> a hoofed, like hoven. the centaur, like the centaur, like my, yeah, my sign, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were saying my son, and I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> we have a lot to catch up on. Go back. What? If you have yes, a son, he has hooves. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you not getting? <laughs> um, after the initial sighting, more folks began to come forward, which is typical in a mass hysteria right, thing. Right. Um, but the Mothman was not only the only thing strange happening. There were also UFO sightings mm. and several instances of men in black suits. Um, were they working for the government? Are they aliens? Are they the same people that manage the black eyed kids? Cause they have men in black sightings as well. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Um, like this says, apparently the man asked Mary 
directions on how to get to Welsh. As Mary gave him directions, he would come closer and closer, invading her personal space. The man then questioned Mary about the articles she had written and wanted to know why she felt the need to publish such things. It was unnerving. Um, I guess she was a reporter. At one point, she took a phone call and noticed that a man in black had picked up a ballpoint pen and seemed fascinated by it. Apparently, the man laughed and still clutching the pen, ran out of the office. <laughs> and just ran See, they're just the like pen. they're just like weird they're like not in the right dimension or whatever it is yeah. so i don't think they're government i think they're like weird or they're like clones to go do the government's dirty work i don't know there's some that's some a whole conspiracy theory on sure because like who else would be fascinated with a pen <laughs> i don't know right you're like what is this Aha. <laughs> and then run away it's so weird um there are other uh uh, men in black sightings all over the place um just i'm just thinking in mothman so that's all i don't do you think it was mothman mm, think it's mass hysteria i don't know i feel like there's some probably know. like there's truth in every like piece of everything so like i feel like yeah. even in like the witch trials or like any mass hysteria thing that we could just write off as mass hysteria like it started with something true so like maybe i think the witch trials i think the witch trials was just that woman can do math she's a witch yes burn her. oh totally and that's and, what happened but right. but then there was yes. also like you know the theories around like you said the fields and stuff where they like inhaled like right but but there's always or like some poisoning piece or whatever of a story that i feel like is built off of something that actually happened so like i feel like yes. there could be like and I'm sure, like, there were even things, like, in the witch trials where, like, there were witches, like, in the sense that there were healers doing things far beyond, right. like, right. yeah, like, their technology at the time. Right. So. Absolutely. I think, yeah, there could be some piece of this that has some truth in it. But, like, yeah. you know, there's no way to prove it. And especially with, like, the way science is today, like, they'd never, like, even go down that path to try and verify anything. So it's, like, um, I don't know. Maybe the first people who saw it, like. Either either they hallucinated or they saw something they thought they didn't. They on LSD. They were on LSD. <laughs> because I had an experience yeah. like in my driveway when I was living in Gorham that I still wonder if it actually happened. Like one of those things. Um, what was it? What is it? What um, is it? I was sitting in my car. I was really tired and I was really sick, and I like didn't. I wasn't sleeping like at all. And um. Yeah. So I was delirious, but I was just sitting, I wasn't driving. I was sitting in my car smoking because right. I still smoked at the time. And um, I was just kind of like not dozing, but just like spacing out. And I think I turned the music off and it was really dark and it was really late at night. And I saw out of the corner of my eye, like a red light. And I swear to God, it flew from like two yards over probably. And like it was in the sky and it flew down past the tree line in front of my car, like in front of my windshield, and it was like red, and then uh -huh. flew up and away. And I remember leaning forward and and then turning to the side and like watching it disappear, and yeah. being like, "Oh, that was probably a drone or something, right?" Because I immediately my rational brain is kicking maybe. in, going, "What was that? Like, there has to be an explanation for that." Yeah. And this was like maybe three years ago, so like drones weren't necessarily like super popular where everyone had one at the time, and. Yeah. Um, I, and they make a noise. They hum. Yeah, and this you can hear them. No, this was weird because I remember sitting there going, "Is this really happening? Am I really seeing this? Like, what? what right? Am I dreaming or am I just that?" Or out you of were it? super tired. Or I was hallucinating. Sick. Yeah, totally possible. Yeah. So I still don't know to this day if it actually happened. I've never told anyone about it because I don't even know like what I don't know what to think of it. All I, I wrote it off as that must have been someone's drone. But then, 
right. the fact that I still like think about it and that like I had to write it off as something like makes me question it because it's like yeah that was it felt pretty real like it felt pretty yeah real and like it wasn't like I felt a presence or like there was anything evil about it it was just like this really and it was about you know like the size of a like a small soccer ball like or like interesting maybe a little bigger but um yeah yeah, so I mean, with stuff like that, it's like you know, you just don't know because, like, I don't, I don't not believe the at least the first people that saw it that they didn't see right. something. Like maybe they saw something and it was terrifying, or maybe it was something otherworldly. But then maybe all the other people just sort of jumped on the train. So like, right? I feel like maybe the first people did see something, but like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Ugh. know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I totally think you could have. I mean, I have you. Most of my experiences are ghosts, but um, yeah, totally mm. could totally be something. I don't think we have an answer for everything. I think humans like to think we have an answer for everything, and we definitely yeah. don't. I the only thing weird about Mothman is I feel like if he was really like a cryptid, like a creature or whatever, I think there would be more than one. I think you would have sightings more than just one year's worth of sightings. I think he would not just stick to that one area. Yeah. Kind of like the Jersey devil, like the Jersey devil only exists in New Jersey. Why aren't there more? At least Chupacabra like travels. Like there's some yeah, in Mexico. Yeah. That was the other reason I asked. America. I was like, so this was only in yeah. one place or was it all over the country? Cause like, yeah, it's only in one place. Unless it, unless for some reason, like that creature, if it's a creature is only their natural habitat is in that geographical area for right whatever reason but, but that's so specific and just like one town yeah yeah that's what makes me think know. it's more mass hysteria but the first i, I think it could be a, a very tall man in a in an outfit <laughs> sitting on how a billboard get on top of a billboard though <laughs> and how would he fly over a car i don't have a next i don't know yeah, the car one's creepy i think it's real <laughs> i think mothman exists yeah i think it <laughs> Probably about as real as, as Bigfoot. I definitely think Bigfoot exists. Right. So like if that's or that first couple was hallucinating and everyone else just jumped on board. Yeah. And then the town just ran with it. <laughs> but yeah, because it's know. almost like we. I don't know though. I feel like we we want to believe things like that because I think some part of us knows that they are real. Like things like that right. are real. But just because we can't prove it, it could in be this an alien. Reality, yeah. It, like stuff like that. In my mind, absolutely. That shit exists. It's just a matter of yeah. like, we can't prove it. Oh yeah. Me and JP talk about how aliens exist all the time. Oh my God. All the time. Ali- aliens hands down. There's no way. Like, there's no way that we're not the only ones. No. Like there's no way. No. It's impossible. Impossible. Literally impossible. <laughs> In our solar system. Maybe not, but outside of it. Yeah. The universe is, is uh, like, infinite. Uh, what's the word? Infinite. Thank you. I was like, unfathomable that too well, that but, too yeah no, like it's it's so infinite like to think that we're the only ones i think is the most selfish human not thing. to mention if <laughs> we are time. the most advanced but, beings that exist that's pretty sad like <laughs> that's pretty I think, sad i think octopus are the most advanced oh, yeah beings but i mean exist. even no. if they were because the we advanced, can talk and build stuff yeah i mean stupid. but if the most advanced being is on this planet in the entire universe that's sad because yeah it's not that's, that's not really very good it's <laughs> not very good we're not doing too good. don't have hope for the rest of the universe either <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it well anyway that's mothman fun da, da, da. yeah 
You're up. Okay. Last one. So last one. Last. I can be quick with this one because this one still boggles my mind. Perfect. I find the flat earth theory to be fascinating because <laughs> I, you know, and, and it's funny because like I watched, apparently Netflix has a whole, I don't know if you want to call it a documentary, but sort of like a documentary. It's just talking about flat Anyone earthers. can make a documentary about anything. Right. So, so we'll call it that. Um, and it's yep. called Behind the Curve. And, um, it's, of course it is. <laughs> and that if you, if you, if you think about it, it's double entendre because yeah, like, the no, they're also, they're a little behind the curve. Um, yeah, but, yep. but like I, the biggest thing I took from this was like that we shouldn't just write off any idea just because it sounds right. crazier because yes, there's a lot of science disproving that I agree. Like I'm not a flat earther, so to speak, but I like to stay Neither. open-minded to anything because it's like. If you right. can show me proof or you can show me something that resonates or makes sense in some way, I'll look at it. Like, I'll, I'll at least look at yeah. it. I mean, if you're going to tell me that it's God's wrath and he's coming to kill me, then, like, I'm not going to be open to it. But, like, because right. that just right. doesn't feel right to me. But, like. Right. But there's some things that. I have doubts about the moon landing. I'm not solidly that the moon landing is fake. But, like, I could see it. I have doubts. <laughs> yes. I have doubts. Yeah. yeah. And, like. If it came out one day that they were, like. It was all Stanley Kubrick. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. I, I don't have I a hard time that. believing that. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's sort of like the overall umbrella that I got from this was like, you know, the documentary was more talking about the flat earthers than really like I wanted them to get into what the theories are and like what their proof like is. Like their actual, yeah. what their science yes, is because it's a huge it's movement. It's, it's like they said it's yeah. like more than 1% of the country. So it's like six 60 million people or something i think it's 60 million wow. um that are that's a lot i think maybe i'm getting the numbers wrong. it might be six million <laughs> but um but it's a lot and so and and one of the phenomena that happens is that people who want to debunk it are like this is completely fucking ridiculous like and they go into debunk right. it and they end up becoming flat earthers so um that that caught my attention because i'm like all right like there's something to it if like if it's not true then it's not true but there's still something to it whatever it is if that many people and they're not dumb like yes right. there are right. crazy people and there are um just complete you know lunatics and religious fanatics and there are those people there and they're really undereducated and and you know there are people like that in every sect though yeah. so it doesn't matter if it's a flat yeah. earth conspiracy or you know they, they kept, could be anything they kept bringing up anti-vaxxers and um like all the other conspiracy theories that are big yeah but this is a unique group of people um because they're not nihilistic first of all like they're not about like yeah. necessarily um whereas typically other conspiracy groups tend to be more like dark like oriented around like this is right terrible and so, which I read a thing recently, um, but I need to research it more about how a lot of conspiracy theories are rooted in anti-Semitism. And I would love to go into that one day. Hmm. Today is not that day because I don't have enough information, but I have it saved. And yeah, we'll I would like to hear about it. that. Like lizard people and stuff, which JP and I talk about sometimes, like it is rooted in like an anti-Semitic thing. Um, but I don't think flat earth falls into that. Yeah, I don't. But it might. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to. I will talk about it one day. Just today is not the day. I don't have the information. Sorry. (laughs) I would be interested in learning about that. um, But so like to basically like get down to it, because like the two things, my two questions in my mind were like, what proof do you have, obviously? Mm -hmm. And why? Like what what is the reason for this? Um, 
so, and that's probably most people's question. So like a couple of things that caught my eye were they actually go and do like their own experiments. Now, granted, no, they're not physicists and they're not scientists. Right. And they even ask the question of them. They're like, so do you have any scientists in your midst? Or like, do you have any right. like, physicists that agree with you? And they're like, no. <laughs> so like, but, but it does make you question around, like they're, they're saying we are questioning science itself. Like right. w- the way. It- Which science? I'm very pro science. I yes, love me science. Too. I me think too. it's fascinating. It's the coolest thing. I definitely believe in science, but I also think that science can change. And I it think can. that it's supposed to change. Exactly. Because we're going to learn new things and we're going to have, and we, the whole point of science is to question, question to ask everything. Questions. Exactly. And that's the point yes. that they make. They're like, yeah. if, if science should be, que- we're questioning science. And so that's perfectly legitimate in my mind. Like, yes, question yep. it. But their arguments are not all necessarily like, like solid. Right. So like I, right. I'm far from being a flat earther. I just find it interesting. So they, I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. So like they talk about one of the first things to talk about is the horizon line and how like if I forget what state they're standing in, in this particular clip. But they're looking out over the ocean and they're going, that's Seattle right there. We should not be able to see those buildings. If the work, if the world was curved, then we should only be able to see the top of those buildings. And I was like, ah, like, hmm, that's interesting. Because if you think about the way the earth is curved, like they're right. Right. There's at a certain distance, you shouldn't be able to see certain landmarks or certain geographical. Right. So there was that. And then. They talk about this one thing I don't fully understand. It's um, plane routes. You can actually view live plane routes online. Like you can go to this website mm-hmm. and you can view mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I've never yep. done it. And they circle like the, the planes at the bottom and how they never show where those planes are going or coming from or something like that. And they're like, see, you can watch it live. Like I sat here for four hours one day and just waited to see a plane come in from that direction and they were just a pier. And like, so I, I would have to look further. But is it down where like Antarctica is? Cause there's not like a lot of flights that go that way. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't, I didn't you know what I mean. Like where on the map are we talking? Are we talking about where there's just ocean or where it's just a giant ice sheet and the only people that go down there are like scientists? Well, or cause that's the other thing. They, about... Like, I don't, I'd have to look more into that one. So I'm not super versed on that yeah. one, but you just brought up another point, which they said, you know, if, uh, why aren't they drilling for oil in Antarctica or why are there no like excavation, you know, teams? Because it's wrong. Because it's Sorry. illegal. That was one of the arguments. It's like, well, because it's illegal. Like it's, you're not allowed to. It's wrong. It's literally killing our planet. Yes. And it's also expensive <laughs> and dangerous. And yeah. so that argument kind of yeah. fell through. Then they do one yeah. that is a lazy. Down with oil. I'm all about killing off Me oil too. anyway. Me so, too. Sorry. Continue, so continue. You don't need to be going there. Um, Mm-hmm. So then the laser test, I thought was really interesting because it's, it's a great idea, actually. Even the, the scientists yeah. that are like talking to these people are like, that's really clever. I th- I'm interested to see how that turns out because that's a really great idea. So they have like, I don't know how to explain this auditorially that, that'll make a lot of sense because I'm like a visual learner, but like. That was a fantastic word. Continue. What, which one? <laughs> auditorially. Auditorially. Is that a word? <laughs> I hope. I don't know. Well, it is now. I, it sounded great. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Make it up as a go. So, like, Love it. they have, okay, so they get a laser, and it's, like, and they give you an idea of, like, how strong it is. So they say, like, your cat laser, like, to play with your cat, is, like, yes. 5, 
hertz. I don't know what the term is, but it's yeah, five. Whatever. So that's the measurement. Yeah. And whatever measurement they use. And then the laser they're using is 3,000 hertz or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's extremely powerful. And it's purple, which I thought was cool. And um, they have a board that, let's say, like, just to put it on a smaller scale, you have a board that's three feet in front of you, and it has a hole cut out that is, you know, three feet from the ground on that board. Yeah. Then you have another yes. board behind that with the same thing, and another board three feet from that with the same thing. So you have okay. three boards that are equally distant apart with a hole yep. at the yep. same height in each board. Yep. Yep. And obviously if you stretch this out over, they do it over like, um, I don't miles? know. Miles? Not miles, but like close to that. Thousand feet or yeah, something? Yeah, like a longer distance. Because yeah. like, they have to like radio to each other to be like, okay, yeah. I'm here. Because obviously if it's three feet, like it's going to go straight exactly. through the hole. Right. So <laughs> no. you know where this is going. Yeah. So like they... Yeah do that um and then when they're showing it in this documentary like they're struggling because when the laser gets that far it spreads way out so like they can't right. get it to like the guys trying to make the laser smaller and then eventually right. they solve because it's like when you have a flashlight like if you pull the flashlight exactly. away your light exactly so they're trying bigger. to like and make it you go right next to the wall it's like tiny yeah. yeah so he's trying to yeah. adjust it and like I, and then he gives up that day and then they're all disappointed and then they go back the next day and they fix the problem and <laughs> it was at the end of the documentary where also like none of these are scientists right like no, none of them are scientists no. they're not laser scientists no they're not no <laughs> okay but it's a great but sure. even the scientists were like that's actually no, a really fantastic. good idea like it's it's an interesting yeah, idea no i get it so yeah He's like, okay, so this is just like, you might not know some of the issues that are going to come with it. Or like, how do they know how far to put the things across, like away? Or I don't know. Right. Just curious. Yeah. Now, there's a bunch of people involved in it that have been doing this for years, supposedly. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So they're like, obviously in theory, like if the light, if you can see the light, then it's straight, it's flat. And if you can't see the light, then it's curved. And, um, okay. So, or if you can see the light through, yeah. So you get it. So at the end of the, it's like at the end of the thing, they show this guy and they finally get the laser like, you know, so it's small. And he's like, all right, I'm doing it. Can you see it? And the guy's holding the camera and you're looking at the screen. He's like, no, man, I don't see anything. And he's like, okay, well, um, hold on, let me try something else. And he's like, okay, are you doing it? He goes, yep, yep, I'm doing it. And he's like, uh, okay, try holding it like way above your head. And so the next thing you see is this light come into the camera. And then the documentary ends, and you're like, <laughs> so like, who filmed this? <laughs> so who planned this? So basically, they're proving that the Earth is round. <laughs> like by the end of it. But like you're, yeah, like that does. <laughs> they're like cut the cameras <laughs> right now. And then, uh. so that that failed. And then um, yeah. the gyroscope one was really interesting um, because a gyroscope measures, um, I don't really know how to explain it. It's, it me measures the wind drift of like, so they're yeah. trying to prove, not only do they want to prove the earth is flat, they want to prove that it's not rotating. So like we're literally just sitting on, yeah, it's flat with a <laughs> dome over Sorry. it. Oh, and there's different sects within the flat earth community. So like, just like with, well, I'm sure there's some people that are like more simple and some that are like super extreme yes. with their beliefs and also yeah. different theories yeah. on how this thing is flat. 
and just like, like every just like everything exactly everything like i was gonna say like christianity yeah. or whatever there's different sects yeah so or anything any religion or any belief. anything even literally science. any belief even science has different sects yeah. so like yeah. so they say they think it's flat and some people think it has a dome over it some people think it has like a i forget the word doesn't matter um <laughs> like and they believe <laughs> that like the outer edge is all ice and that's why the antarctic is north no matter where you go or something um and so and then the, the earth the sun and the moon just kind of like are these two dots in the air that sun. just circle around the top and this guy makes them he makes the models and they're fascinating to look at because it's like he makes yeah it's like this flat thing i want to watch that i'm intrigued and totally i want to watch it, it just to you should because it's really just interesting. To like because they also go into the psychology of it because they're like like can i buy edibles first and then watch it like <laughs> yeah, is that acceptable just, i feel like that would be a the flat way earther if you do that <laughs> oh maybe not okay no so like they talk about the psychology behind it too because they're like they're these scientists. They're interviewing the scientists and the, the flat earthers throughout the whole thing. So yeah, they're like more talking about these people than interviewing them, which I I was like again like right. I said I was hoping more for like the latter. But so yeah, they're like you know what makes people do this like or believe this or and why like why like because their whole thing is that NASA's a lie and that those pictures are just pictures. They're not actually real images. Like they're right. just like fabricated right. paintings and um. And that NASA has been lying to us all these years, and, and they obviously believe that the moon landing wasn't real. So, like, that... Right. That, and, and I'm I'm not completely convinced that it was now either. So, like, I can... A lot of their stuff, I can see why they ended up where they are. But, right. Like, right. I just... There's, you just can't, can't get there. Yeah. That final that final thing, you're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't... But, like, there's too That's much... That's how I feel. Because they also talk about how science works, and that, like, it granted, and, and them talking about like, the scientists are talking like this is how science was, you know, this is the rules we live by, and they're saying like right. rather than trying to prove something true, the idea is to prove something false. So like, the flat earthers aren't doing that. They're trying to prove that they that this is true, and they're not trying to prove that or they um they they're they're not, they're meaning, not trying to disprove that it's round they're they trying are, to just no, no they are that that's what's true. confusing they they're trying to oh. disprove it's round and they're trying to prove that what they're saying is true but they're not trying to falsify their own claims which you have to do in order to prove something right so right like with anything like any theory that a scientist comes up with all the other scientists have to try and poke holes in it and falsify it right. and if right. they can't right. falsify it then it's considered true it's accepted as fact until something else is right. discovered. And then, then in that case, then yeah. they just modify. So they were talking about how, like, Newton, um, he came up with mm -hmm. his theory, and they, they, people were able to poke holes in it. They didn't throw it out. They just revised it when, right. when Einstein came along with his theory of relativity and basically said, okay, Newton's not completely wrong, but let's revise it and make it better. So, like, they don't right. throw things out, but... In, but they're saying that flat earthers aren't even taking that route. Like, they're not even trying to disprove their own theory, which is how science works. Now, it could be argued, because I do agree, that 
even that theory or that way of doing things in itself is what's in question. Like they're saying, what if that's not the mm -hmm. way you prove something? And then you get into the question of reality. Like what is reality and how do you prove reality? And like that I agree with. Cause it's like, who says that the, yeah. the method we came up with is even right for how to prove something? Like science is based on theory and based on philosophy. So it's like anything yeah. technically like, so if you're going to take that route, yeah, I can see where you guys are coming from because they're saying, no, it's all yeah. wrong. Like from the outside, inside out, like it's just, all wrong yeah. and like we've been going about it the wrong way now the only thing that i couldn't really get on board with was that this is already this is already an argument that's gone on and like yeah. for yeah. centuries we believed the earth was flat and so yeah. yeah this argument's already happened and so like i just wonder how much history these people have like if they because i don't i don't like right. i can't say that i know for sure that the world is round or that the world is flat i i don't have a background in either thing like i just it doesn't right. it's not really relevant to me so like i mean right. like it does it is relevant in the sense that i use a gps and like i use things that are based off of a round earth so like i use right. the things that come from that but like that's what led me but that's society based on the belief that the earth is round right so but they're saying like we wouldn't be able to use a gps system if we didn't weren't basing it off of the fact the world's round so there's that but like right. i so all of this just leads one to ask the question okay let's just let's just say they're right like they're right okay. let's just for fun so all right. The, what happens when you get to the edge? Yeah. What? That's all I want to know. What that, happens? Why does the horizon move with you while you go? If you were in a boat and you're, or if you're driving across Texas, because Texas is humongous and it takes hours to get out of, you have a horizon, you have a horizon line. And as you're driving, that horizon line does not get closer to you. It just shifts. It moves. See, here's that, that you just brought me the other one. So they do this other one where they're sitting in, they're taken off in a boat. And it's mm -hmm. the scientists that are there trying to prove to these flat earthers mm -hmm. that the world is round. And so they're like, okay, okay, so as something gets further away, it should disappear, correct? And they're like, yeah, yeah. if the yeah. world's round. So they take a flag that has three stripes on it and they get into a boat mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, we're gonna watch and see if the stripes disappear. And as soon as like the bottom stripe starts to disappear, um, like, and they're, they're, they had to go pretty far out. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, but that can be explained by the same thing that you're using to explain mm -hmm. why I can see buildings far away, which is a very good point because they're saying that why, why is it that I can see these buildings that I shouldn't be able to see except for the tops of them? And the scientists say, and I don't, I'm not literate in this, so I, this is like my super duper parent. Yeah. They're basically saying it's something to do with heat waves and like the way that like reflection happens or something where like it creates the illusion of seeing the building even though you're not or something and i'm like okay i don't fully understand I'd... that but like nope. <laughs> but if that applies to buildings they're saying why can't it apply to what you're saying about this flag right. a boat going past the horizon or right whatever. yeah and so they're like no that still doesn't prove it so I'm like, okay, I'm confused because like that's they're basically saying apply the same thing you're using to explain why this doesn't happen and apply it to why right. it right. does happen. You know, like so Right. That part confused me because I was like, okay, like I can see how someone like me who has no background in science can't explain that. Like 
It doesn't, ex- right. it doesn't understand why one explanation doesn't fit. The I mean, other. I don't even understand hemispheres and like weather. So exactly. I just, and time zones. So I don't, yeah, I'm with you. Cause it's just like an unfathomable, it doesn't make sense. No, and unless- Like the fact that time is a human construct, but, but it's exist. whatever. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So that all leads to the question of why again. So it's like, okay, so right. let's say the earth, the earth is flat. Why are we being lied to? there's they're claiming we're being lied to and i like watched i tried to watch another video to try and get to the bottom of like okay i i now have some of the answers to like how you're testing this or why you think this is but why are we being lied to like what is the purpose of that and what is the actual conspiracy theory so um the best i could find because there's several what i said we're not alone (laughs) Well, there was yeah, aliens it's aliens i mean they because they so far everything has been aliens i'm even gonna say it the zodiac was an alien it's all aliens <laughs> every single case we've covered today is aliens i believe Continue. it's possible <laughs> i believe it's possible it's all an illusion yeah so like i there's obviously there's different theories just like with anything um but the one the only one i could really nail down like with any sort of like comp- like being able to competently reveal like um convey it jesus um yeah. Yeah. is that i wrote it down in notes but like i don't know if i'm gonna say it right it's like basically this is me paraphrasing to suppress spiritual belief that we are important in order to keep us under the thumb of the elite few so like basically if we knew that the world was flat then we would know that some greater being put us here and that it wasn't all just random because they claim science just wants you to think it's all chaos and random and the Big Bang and like that's why the world's round and all of that's tied into the world being round. And that if okay. we knew that that weren't true and that we were this flat earth that had this you know dome over it that we would have to then deduce, which is assuming a lot, then we would automatically you know deduce that that means something put us here. Um, right. And they even use the word, um, the heavenly, uh, uh, like the heavenly, uh, power. They say something to explain why, um, uh, is it because why snow happens or why like the heavenly energies come down and do yeah. So I'm like, okay, how religious is this going to get? Cause like, then you've lost me. But like, yeah. um, they say like, like to think that we are this like if we knew we were just this disc with this dome over us, then clearly something bigger, greater than us put it there. And they don't want us believing that because then we would know that we are important and we have a higher purpose and that would give us power and they don't want us to have power. Not to bring it back men in black, although I'm specifically (laughs) talking about the movie now, (laughs) the end scene, the very end, I think it's like post credits, like there's, there's earth and it's a marble and there's an alien playing marbles uh-huh. with earth and then throws it in a bag with other marbles which are obviously other planets <laughs> or, no, or no like the galaxy is in the marble or whatever maybe it's that i mean <laughs> I don't that's know. the thing it's like i that's the thing i can't but then you get into the whole multiverse thing like with pocket universes and other dimensions and like Mm. I mean, I, and the thing is, I can't not agree with them on, on a certain things. Like 
I'm a right. big believer in that our government lies to us. I'm a big believer in that Absolutely. there are an elite few. Yes, I don't know who they are. And, yep. you know, you could say it's woo-woo, but yes, there are. I believe that. And, like, no, there are. that we are being enslaved, you know, to some degree. And that, like, they don't want, whoever they are, don't want us knowing some things, like, you know, whether it's the secret law of attraction or, like, other things that we are empowered beings. Because if right. you can't right. control empowered people. So, like, I do right. agree with that philosophy. And, like, there are conspiracy theories I do think are real. This is not necessarily one of them or one of them or it's not maybe there's parts of it that I like can vibe with. But or like, it's being used to distract us from other bigger conspiracy right. theories that are actually true. Sure. And they're like, nope, let's egg on this flat earth crap so yes. that this they don't pay stays attention hidden. to this. Yeah, because people, especially at least in America, I can't speak for other countries, but there's definitely because our news is so biased, even though it's not supposed to be biased, mm -hmm. they're all biased. Mm -hmm. They all lean a certain way. They do create distractions. They want us to be paying attention to the Kardashians mm -hmm. and not that some politician is doing some fucked up shit right, somewhere. Right. So like it is, it is a real thing that they use stuff to distract us. And I think conspiracy theories could totally in general could totally be covering up bigger totally. issues that are like, actually they're... real and tangible. And like, you're like, this is happening. Like, there's a reason the word conspiracy was made, and it's not because, it's not just to right. describe fake shit. Like, there are, right. like, they, like I, I just find it so hard to believe that there are people out there who don't believe any conspiracies exist. Like, that none yeah. of them are true. Like, or that they're, maybe even if not the ones that are, you know, mainstream are true, fine. But, like, that there are none. Like, you really believe yeah. that our government tells us the truth 100% of the time? Okay, that's your belief, I'll respect it. But, like even if you're someone who like like people who criticize conspiracy theorists like it's like okay yes i see what you're saying like a little some of them are nutcases and like some of them go way over the top but like generally yeah. speaking can we all agree that the government's not 100 percent honest like <laughs> i mean my last our last tagline in our episodes is don't trust your government and we're not just talking about americans no. we're literally just talking Any about everybody government. because people with power Ha not to get I don't want to get political no That's no not why no. we're here but people with power have agendas and my dad always said power corrupts and absolute yeah. power corrupts absolutely and that's I mean he did, it wasn't his yes quote, obviously that's from that's from something right. <laughs> I was like yeah. I've heard that He's before quoting someone else but yes but like yeah yes. and I'm reading I'm actually reading Animal Farm right now which it's like the first book I've kind of enjoyed in a long time because I'm trying to read every day and like very nice um and I didn't realize when I started like I I had an idea because someone quoted it on something on Facebook and it was like eerily descriptive of what's going on today and it was like, yeah. I was like, oh, what book is that from? It's George Orwell. And he, obviously everyone knows he wrote 1984. And I was like, oh, I totally, and it's a famous yeah. book. I just didn't ever know that it was based on this dude who had all this background in politics and like military and stuff. So like, but it's all like on a farm with animals and like, yeah. it's yeah. this concept as I'm reading it, I'm realizing he's obviously describing people, but like the same yeah. thing happens when one person gets power and like abuses it and like it spirals and it spirals and it spirals and it turns into like this bigger thing and like keeping people ignorant yeah so anyway i all i can say is that i may not be a flat earther but i can sympathize with them and i can totally relate to why some of them end up believing what they believe yeah i'm with you i'm the same way i don't necessarily like every time we do cover a conspiracy theory which is not often i'm always like eh <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I like exploring them. I think they're interesting. I think, um, 
they could be possible. I think I can't prove that they're right. not. You can't prove they're I can't not. prove that the earth, I can't prove that the earth isn't flat. Do I believe it's flat? No, no. not even a little bit to be totally honest. No. <laughs> but like, is that just because I've been, society has groomed me to believe that. And I also always picture those images of, of <laughs> like planets. And then earth is like a, like a plate. <laughs> it's like round, 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 flat. flat. Like I'm always like, that's stupid. Oh, God must've created it. That's like the explanation. Like, oh, and like, and I really like how, like at the, towards the end, like one of the scientists, they're having like a meeting and it's down the block from this flat earthers convention. And they, I don't know if it's just yeah. coincidence, but they're having a meeting and this, this dude gets up and he's like, we need to remember not to shame these people. Like these are not necessarily stupid people. In fact, a lot of them are very intelligent. Um, but right. his explanation was try to see these people as people who could have ended up being scientists. Like they're very due diligent. Like they, they're very invested. Some of these people are devoting their lives to this purpose and it's like a cause for them, um, to like get yeah. the truth out there. And they're like, these people have the potential and have the potential to be great contributors to society. They're just misdirected or they're just, so don't shame them. Try to include them I, and educate them. I do kind of feel that way whenever um, people come forward with like abduction stories or even ghost stories of, of there's like a shame that happens publicly when you're abducted. It, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying um, I necessarily believe or don't believe in alien abductions. I think they could be real. I think they're I think they're hiding aliens in plain sight and yeah. even though the CIA has admitted that there's aliens so whatever but they admit that there's like no abductions have happened and it's like well you don't know that but I don't I don't enjoy the shame that those people you know they're told that they're crazy and they're told that they're but is that the government just being like we're gonna ostracize them make them look crazy so no one will believe yes. them, and that's how they've hid aliens in plain sight for however many and years to me, we've been wherever talking there's about aliens, shame, I don't know, but wherever there's shame or there's be- shame being doled out there's something being hidden or something not right because there's no reason right. to shame anyone like you can disagree with someone right. and you don't have to shame them just like what's going on politically with yes. everything else right now it's like you don't have to shame someone because you disagree with them like and you don't have to shame someone even if like you disagree with them to the point where like their opinion scares you like you still don't have right. to shame them. Like it's about education. And all I could think through this whole documentary was like so many of the world's problems, if not all the world's problems would be solved by education. But I have to agree that especially the American government is terrible about education. So like yeah. they're kind of like, cause some of the scientists were talking about like the school system has not changed since like the, they were building factory no, workers and they, from and like years exactly. and years ago. That's so the like whole system. the way they're educating us and the fact that they make it really, at least public schools, obviously private schools are more, but free that's to the do thing. If you want to go to a pu- private school, you yeah. gotta have money. So it's also a matter of money. It's like, they make it impossible for people yeah. to get educated when it would be to our benefit as a country to be educated. Right. Because then these scientists in this right. documentary are complaining and saying, or not complaining, but they're basically raising the concern that like, this is all good and well, but these people could actually do damage with this belief. Like they're teaching right. their children this and like it's becoming an issue. And it's like, okay, if it's an issue, then we need to educate people, not shame them, but educate them. Right. Because a lot of these people, it's just lack of education or lack of knowledge. Like they, they right. like he said, they have the potential to be really great contributors to society, but they had nowhere to, to go to ed- like 
we don't make it easy to educate society people. was against them having education yes. so they so kept them from that, it. Yeah. that i'm such a big advocate for education if i mean not that me too we're getting yes political, but yes like an actual education not the whitewash bullshit that we're all yeah fed. and just general but that's a different story for a different podcast yes. so that's all i have to say about that <laughs> no it's fantastic i think that's a perfect way to sign out yeah. do you have any final thoughts theories and things you want to share i think i'm tapped perfect da, 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 i have da. um uh yeah i don't really think i have anything i'm with you i think thank you this was fantastic. thank you for having thanks me for on joining. thanks for saving my butt when jp couldn't make it but he'll be back guys i promise so again from memory if you or to know any wow i really forgot it <laughs> if you or someone you know <laughs> has any information if you have theories if you have cases we want to cover we might continue doing these theories only episodes um in the future i have no clue this was just like a fun winter break no research really involved type of thing Clearly. so but if you have cases you want us to cover like please email us or uh dm us or whatever at mysteretical at gmail.com or at mysteretical on instagram facebook twitter tiktok we're on youtube it's christmas i'm not posting anything even though i'm not really doing anything for christmas um yeah so i will get back to posting things on there after the break. I think that's it. Sounded like you said uh, damn us. No. I'm going to say uh don't play with strangers if you want to say don't trust your government. And don't trust your government, kids. And we need a we need a tagline. Uh da, 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 da. It was aliens. It was aliens. It was aliens. It was definitely aliens. Every every case is aliens. <laughs> <laughs> And sing. No, sign in, mother fucker. Oh, good, we can swear. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Oh, that's not how you spell my last name. That's really awkward.